gonna change the world. I'm a little sick today. With oh, I feel amazing, Gerald. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal the sick. I'm sore today, Jared. Oh, from what? From what? Oh, from all the, well, the, the fort building. The, well, I was oh, helping yeah. Jer make a, a luge yesterday. Yeah. Okay, I say helping, but really I was just doing it, it myself you with some help from Sammy. Yeah, he did it all. Yeah. yeah. Jared texted me Sunday, hey, do you want to come build a fort? <laughs> uh, Jer, I got to work tomorrow. Dude, buddy. that is work. Did you work. think he was, you were in a time capsule? You're like 13 again? Yo. <laughs> like, how, uh, how can you not say yes when, when an adult invites you over to build snow forts and luges and you're just like, it's a snow day. You want to come? I know. If it was, if I didn't Nostalgic. have, to, if I didn't have to be here the next day, it would have been yeah. Yeah, okay. The fact that I have to then go mm. two days and it's taking two days out of. You can't schedule when you have snow. I was just thinking else. it that that would be content gold. You could oh, probably been. you could have filmed five bangers. It would have been work, you know, work fun. It would have been work fun. It would have been work fun. But but farts. Let's talk about farts quickly. <laughs> we're going right we, there, okay. We were talking uh, That's before the podcast started and just how amazing farts are and how <laughs> and how we don't talk about this enough. And I think this is a topic that, like, mm-hmm. when someone farts, it's immediately going to bring a smile to someone's face. It doesn't matter. <laughs> is if it really? Even the worst ones. It's memorable. It's even memorable. the worst ones. It's, it depends. Like, if you're someone who doesn't receive a fart in a, in a funny way, right. I have a problem with you. Yeah. Like, if you don't laugh at a fart, even if it's horrible... If like if you and I have a problem with people who ignore it. Who, who I'm, in, try to, I'm indifferent. Actually, no, I have a problem with people who ignore farts. Yeah. Okay, that's just not okay with me. You have to acknowledge the farts around. If yep. you're smelling it, you better say something, even if it's a, <laughs> even if it's a. Did you fart? Yeah. Like, was that you? It wasn't me. And and you got to own up to your fart. I'm a huge proponent of being. Oh, I own up. I own up, but I'm indifferent if someone else. I do not own up. I'm not going to call out. You're going to share a laugh. If so, if someone farts, it's hilarious. I get offended if someone asks me, "Did you fart?" Like, if if I did, you would know. Yes. And and I would. It it wouldn't be a secret. Yeah. I don't. Don't. Exactly. Now I just feel. Do I stink? Like. Yeah. Context is important. Yeah. If you're if if you're if you're socializing with your significant other's like family at like a. Christmas party, yeah. and you're you're in like a group. You're talking, and you let one squeak out. And you're, are you gonna interrupt the conversation? And be like, I just farted. <laughs> I feel like it's the onus is on you to let the room know. But I feel like in that or, or situation, are you just gonna let? Are you just gonna let the person next beside you just you crop dust them? <laughs> you're, you're just gonna let, and then now no one could say anything, and you've created this. Smoke, you've created this like thick air in the room, and you're, and now it's like no one could say anything, but Someone, everyone wants to acknowledge this absolute. Hey. Oh, everyone, someone lets out a cough, like, <coughs> oh, like, like Hayden, was that like, was that you? Was that like, you oh, know what I mean? So that's Your the thing. A- at a table setting, you know, because it's proximity. You're gonna smell it first, right? And and then you, know, you can hide it. Right? At table setting. No, everyone's like, no, oh, do you guys smell that? Right? And then no, it's just a, it's just the gravy. And then I smell it. <laughs> And then the next person smells it, and you just go by process of elimination. Who smelled it? It's it's either them or the person next to them that let it rip. And now all the eyes are on the two people, right? <laughs> it's either the one who smelt it or yeah. you can hide it at like one of those big Christmas dinners because you got the like the cauliflower and cheese dip. You got uh, oh, okay. You can kind of it's gonna mix you, you in. You open the cauliflower. Yeah, pot. it kind of mixes in, right? So it's like you. Can yeah. Hide so it. you think you're being sly, and you open it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the silent ones. The silent ones are usually the ones that are just. 
brutal. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to open up the gravy dish. What you got to do is stand up and then walk around the table and grab something from the other side and walk back around. So it's evenly distributed. So everyone knows it's you. No, so it's evenly distributed. (laughs) Literally everyone gets a whiff as you walk by. Exactly. Like farts aren't appreciated enough. And I just wanted to start this podcast off by saying if you're someone who doesn't acknowledge a fart or you're someone who doesn't let Mm -hmm. others know and someone that doesn't laugh at a fart. Embrace it. Share it. um, I have a problem. With you. You're sharing your innermost feelings with others. Exactly. Chippy's yeah. coming for you in your DMs. It's a natural thing, and it's a natural mystic flowing through mm-hmm. the air <laughs> when you release a fart. Go- going back to Chippy's earlier statement, it's you know he, he knows what type of person you are by how you react, right? So mm-hmm. a great way if you're meeting a new group of people for the very first time, right? You're kind of unsure, uncomfortable. Just let one rip. <laughs> And you see how everyone responds. You, can, you know whether you want to be friends or not. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're like, you're going to pick out the personalities that you the gel with. The best ones are, buddy, that's awful, dude. Uh, oh, that's awful. You know what I mean? Right, like, you yeah. want them to tell you that. Because you're like, that makes me feel like a man. And when, and when your buddy goes, oh, that's just awful. And if someone is and like. You're laughing at him, yeah. right? And, then you're <laughs> and if someone's like legitimately hurt and, and like offended, then, you know, maybe just distance yourself from that person. Yeah, right? exactly. You're not going to get along. You know, first date. Chippy, your first date vibes, you can uh, tell real quick if it's the type of girl you like or not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's a tester right there. You get through all the, you get through everything and you show your true colors right away. You know? <laughs> we're not hiding anything here. <laughs> all right, we're going to get into we some hockey We could go into Dutch talk, ovens, guys. but we're just going to stay away from that topic, I think. Oh, uh, yeah, let us know in the comments if you, because. Your, your worst and best fart experiences in the comments. Dutch oven experiences. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good, real good relationship builder, I think. So, anyway. Yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, Fedzi wants to play hockey in latest news. Yep. Is that even... Shocker. <laughs> Real shocker. <laughs> I was telling you guys, you said, oh, he's going to be out, this and that. I'm like, he, he played with a broken arm. He's training. So Nick Foligno has to basically pull it, like, urge him, don't step on the ice, buddy, relax, try to... And, and obviously, Fedzi wants to be out there training. He wants to go to practice. This is he wants... It's... Oh, dude. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Which... Yeah, it's your jaw. You don't stick handle with your jaw. You're not shooting the puck with your jaw. Obviously, don't take contact or anything. But yeah, you can still get a stick in your hand and, and still hone your skills and get better and improve. I'm sure the medical staff is pleased that he's out there, though. Because every time you shoot the puck and you see him close his eyes, you know he's clenching that jaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? That thing tight. That thing, yeah. yeah like, they, they've got to have the biggest mouth guard in his freaking... Yeah, and I, and I will say, it's it. like not it's like it's an ACL or like a... It's like the jaw. I feel like you like you can still use your you legs. You can still your arms. you can still w- yeah. move around. Like you have wants... to just like after the surgery, you have to let it like heal a little bit. It's a long way from the heart. Yeah, it's a long way from the heart. Not too long though. It's actually no, it's actually pretty actually close. Pretty, especially, you know what I mean, you could really you, be over. Kind of like, but you know what I'm saying. It's not like it was a, it was a knee or a, a broken arm or something like where you're really bedridden for yeah. a long time. Like he could have been doing his quad the classic high ankle squats. sprain. Yeah. Those you know, ones end those up ones being... Those are brutal, those, those nagging ones. Yeah. So this one, you know, they have to repair. I'm surprised they actually had to do the, the surgery, I guess, if it was a fracture. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you even do with that. Like, I think they kind of... And, like, they usually it? take a week or so to assess it, I'm pretty sure. Mm. Then they decide whether or not it needs surgery or if you can just kind of let it heal. What do you do with that? Like... I have no idea. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Like, yeah. I don't it, even know how that, it, is that. How intrusive is that? It also seems like he didn't get blown up that much. Like if you watch it, it's like he bumped into the guy. It was just a how did fluky guy's got. Betsy got to drink some milk. He's got bones of steel. The guy who hit him. I don't. Betsy's drinking tons yes. of milk here. I'm just saying. How is... Don't don't say anything about my client. <laughs> don't say anything about my client right now. 
Fancy's drinking a ton of milk, and he's is have this, you seen his forearms and his legs. Is this going to be something we have thing. to look out for? Like, you know, say a few years from now, if Chicago is making the playoffs, our guy's going to be tra- targeting the jaw. Targeting. Well, he's going to have his oh. fishbowl on. Oh, the first oh. player. Preventative. Fishbowl Betsy is going to be a, such a dangerous Betsy. Uh, are they going to let him come back with the fishbowl because he needs it for his he's gonna job? He's going to play it for the rest and of the year. And then he just, he creates such an icon, comes back, gets like three hat tricks in a row, Everyone's and they're like, like, we can't take this away from him. Yeah, we can't take the fishbowl off. <laughs> I, I've got a theory. So, Betsy is obviously just dominant. Chicago's got the cap space. They're not adding anyone. If anything... Everyone in Chicago is getting injured, miraculously. They're telling Betsy, you're playing too good, man. you got to slow That's down. what I'm saying. Is this a hey, Jeremy conspiracy hey, theory? Hey, Betsy, why don't you bump into someone so you can say you got a fractured jaw. You already got the point lead for rookie Calder by, like, 15 points. You can take, uh, like, we're winning some games, and this is a problem because we're trying to tank for Celebrini. San Jose, we're not far away from San Jose. We just need to lose a few more games so we can be in the the draft for for Celebrini, <laughs> the, oh, right? And then yeah. and then Anaheim sees this. Oh, Zegris, yeah, you got to get injured too, bud. Like we're we're trying to take some some talent off the okay. table here. I see what you're saying. So you're saying there's some there's some internal teams tanking going on. Oh, coach, my my jaw hurts a little bit. Let me take a look at it. Oh, it's broken. It, are you sure? No, it doesn't feel. No, it's broken. Yeah, send it to medical staff, guys. If you can't tell, I'm, I'm winking right now. I'm doing a winking face. It's broken, guys. Oh, yeah, broken. Six weeks. Got to be up for six weeks. <laughs> Celebrini is that guy. Celebrini is Hemi Neutron. Is that what we're saying? Is, is it a surprise? Celebrini is Hemi is, is it Neutron. A, yeah. How, how come all these players on the bottom feeding teams are getting injured right after the World Juniors? Right after Celebrini was just a stud. I mean, didn't win gold or anything like that. But, but he uh, just looked like... Seems a little guy. suspicious. Guy. Hey, none of the top five guys are getting injured. I hey. think there's uh, somewhere in the middle ground here. Betsy gets injured. They don't have much incentive to bring him back quickly because who cares? They would rather lose. Mm. But I don't think that they're faking injury. No, no. <laughs> That's insane. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That would never happen. That would never happen. It's a fun, fun thought conspiracy. That would never happen, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen. <laughs> I'm just Betsy, saying, Bat- Batman would never. Not on Betsy's watch. He's been itching to get out there. Yeah, coach. I'm no. I'm not missing no games. I, I think Chicago has like eight of their top guys injured though. Like, it's, yeah, they have like eleven. Crazy. Someone else is like that too. I think. Well, last episode you said they had a they their cap hit was thirteen point nine or for something for one like game that. they had yeah like a thirteen fourteen That's million hilarious. dollar cap and then there's the Leafs team. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, and then for the uh, rookie of the year, obviously. Bedard. Calder. Yeah, Calder. Bedard is well, What are these top. other guys doing? Like, what's Fantilli doing? Yo, we got Marco Rossi. Carlson? Marco Rossi is right behind Bedard. He's, I mean, he's got like 22 or 23 points, and Bedard's got 33. But we got Fantilli at around 22 points. And then I'd say one of the best is Connor Zeri from Calgary. I think Fantilli's got more. Uh, maybe he got a few last night. I don't know. Um, but Connor Zeri for Calgary is – Playing great, and he's actually plus thirteen. He's plus thirteen. Bedard is like uh, a dash twenty-two or dash twenty-five or something like that. Oh, the plus minus doesn't matter. That he's doesn't not matter. even. He's not even in the top five for the sports books options here. I'm seeing. Who? Um, Who do you Zary. say? Connor Zary. Oh, Zary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's fifth out of yeah out of look? four. But you're saying like you think that's a dark horse to pick. I'm 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 just saying it's, it's impressive. It's not going to make a difference because they don't look at that. They're going to look at points. I'd say, 
Marco Rossi and Fantilli are the only people who compete. But with Bedard out, if he's out for, say, six weeks, is it going to make this Calder Rookie of the Year selection a little more difficult? Or is that just going to be a, a non-issue? Right. Just go to rookies, maybe? No, I already got him. What What do you think, points. boys? Do you think he's still a shoe in? Do you think it's a sure thing he's winning Rookie of the Year? I think he's the fa- he's going to be the gambling if he favorite back. for then pretty much unless he falls off the face of the earth and can't play again. That like in terms of betting odds, I, I think I'm, that's the case. But I think that it's it's a toss up between him and the like two or three other people who we got Marco guessed. Rossi and Fantilli. Right, I think yeah. Fantilli. Like if Fantilli keeps playing and he goes past thirty three points, yeah. He's more of a name. He's a bigger but it name. It also depends. Like you haven't really heard of Marco Rossi, yeah. right? Although he's doing great, he, he's he's uh, heading. He, he's like you can't play it. Give a rookie of the year to someone's played half a season. If if, if like Fantilli plays and, and gets fifty points, yeah, but you can't give it to a guy. With... It depends on how many points. But if yeah. Fantilli gets fifty and Bedard has forty five and half of a season, would you no, not give I'm it? Saying to... if he comes back, like if Bedard does come, he back. has to come back. He's gonna come back, but. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like, w- will it make that big of a difference? You're going to give it to Bedard. It because... goes to whoever gets the most points. Like, in my opinion, nah. the rookie race is most points. Not always. Not it always. Should be. Yeah. It's okay. It, it, you, you got. You, you shouldn't get. Um, what's it called? What's the word? Rewarded for getting injured. Like, you're getting rewarded as a rookie for being able to play 82 games. Like, there's, there's other parts. There's other components, right? Like, but, but it's not. It's not like just that cut and dry because there's been debate who's going to win it. Like every year, there's a question who's going to win Rookie of the Year, who's going to win for it. Me, Sometimes a defenseman does really well and he might deserve it. He got fewer points or even a goalie, right? Sometimes goalie wins Rookie of the Year, right? Barely ever. Not, not often. For me, I think there's two things. Chippy's right that it's primarily based on who gets the most points. Goals are weighted more heavily. Because if they true, get the true. highlight reel more, they get more votes. The highlight reel. Um, is it voting? How does it work? Who votes? Yeah, it's, like if, it, if it's fans. The, the league picks. Be Bedard. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. No, it's voted. It's body of work. Is it? It's voted by like media members and like a select oh, yeah, yeah, list yeah, yeah, of people. Yeah. 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 Um, like not fun, not crowd voted. No. Yeah. No, obviously, they, they don't put it to that, but it's like the media and people that are unbiased, supposedly. Yeah, like if, 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 um, if Antilli gets up to 20 goals and... Back to what I was saying, though. It's two things. It's whoever gets the most points. Yep. Goals are weighted more. And also, if their team has made an impact in the year. Like, they had, like, a good playoff run. Like there's, oh, I see. Like, their te- they need to have... Their success needs to kind of coincide with their team a little bit. It can't be like, okay, they led their team in scoring, but it's tough. Like, if you're on the bottom team in the league... And you, be- you're still bottom team in the yeah, league. Like nice, should, like was nice not in the in the running. He was to begin with. What's but. he? What points is he at? Because I feel like he could win this thing. I know he doesn't have nearly as many, man. Does he not? No, I don't think so. Who, who are you talking I'm about? Playing on line one with Pappy and Marn. Oh, Matt Nice, no, he's he's not close. He could though. I'm telling you, he could light it up. Yeah, if, I'll, if they, I'll, I'll pull it up while yeah, we're just take a look while here, we're seeing just... here. I don't think Matthew Nyes is gonna be like in the top five voting though. Like he should be. Like the way he's playing though, like as a vet, he like plays like a vet. Hey, why don't you just pull up the rookie scoring leaders that's what I was instead say. of one by one? Yeah, that's what I was telling them. But you go go back; it's right on the homepage. It says it. Go back to the stats thing. I'm literally on the Leafs roster, though. I know, but it's not as fun unless you can compare everyone. He's got 16 points. Yeah, so he's, he's but like, like plus three, like like what's like you know? But he's I mean? on the top line. Yeah, but he's pl- that's what I mean. He's playing like, like harder, you're gonna he's be playing against po- line ones. He's playing against line ones. Yeah, but you're gonna be p- positive when you're on a line with Matthews. You know, <laughs> not necessarily with our. I think I might be plus three. On a line with Matthews. 
<laughs> well, it's like I'm yeah, yeah, that's true. You just coast around, make sure yeah. you get the puck out of the zone. You'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just clear clear the zone and let them do. Don't the work. turn the puck just, over just on the like blue the line. Way, just You're the good. way he plays, though, like he's not going to be getting the points. Like he's a grinder, but like he's just like. Oh, I love he Matthew plays, Nyes. Like, a vet, dude. I just don't think he's going to get the votes, especially because he's in Toronto. Okay, so, so, so we got 65 plus points. Top game. five scoring for rookies here: Connor Bedard with 33. We got Adam fin- Fintilli with 25 points. We got Marco Rossi. 12 goals, 12 assists, 24 points. And then Luke yeah. Hughes as a defenseman, 23 points. So he could be in the the there. Like, I, I think they only took three people that they nominate, right? Um, the top three to, yeah. are all centermen. It goes to show it ain't easy as a rookie in this league. And then, and then Connor Zary is uh, 22 points. But like his plus, he's plus 13. All the other guys are taking a minus except for Marco Rossi. So, I mean, I think that's pretty impressive. But uh, with that being said, I think Connor Bernard's shooing. He, he's rookie of the year. I mean, he's playing with absolutely like nobody. He gets 15 posts a day on the NHL social media. Like, how do you? How do, yeah. That's what I'm saying. How do you, unless he unless he falls off the face of the earth and doesn't like barely plays the rest of the year, yeah. he's winning. Like, yeah, yeah, it's almost a no brainer. But that also just like I'm looking at those numbers. I'm like, man, like Bedard under even like to be a point per game in the show. Mm-hmm. It's like so elite, and then on see, a team with guys, nobody. But then to see guys like just make it look so easy, like you're looking at Kucherov, you're looking at McDavid, yeah, and like these guys are like getting two points a game. It's yeah. like holy, you're just in a different. But level. imagine Bedard like, had like like Matthews, like scoring. What did he have like 19 goals in seven his last 17 games? Like yeah, that's absurd. Okay, here's another hypothetical. Even though I'm gonna take this from Hayden, take Bedard and and trade him to Tampa. Right, so now he's in Kucherov's position. He's got Stamkos point. He's got Hedman. Like, yeah, but then, but then those other guys are getting like you have to be that guy getting the points. You know what I mean? Like when you have all those other guys, your your stats actually could be. You don't think you have to share? The, you have to share the stat. You have to share the goals, right? Like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I no, because it can't go through everyone every time. Look right? at goal, so yeah, like, but look at goals for like Tampa's scoring a lot more goals than Chicago is scoring. Are they? We have to look that up. I I can guarantee you that because you, you're not last place in the league or close to it, and scoring a ton of goals. It just doesn't happen. But also, like the, their top line is going to be like, you know, if you're getting passed from Hedman, right? He's he's leading the power play. He's he's quarterback in that power play. You know you're going to move the puck around a lot better. Edzy would get a lot more looks, a lot more points. I think. Yeah. It wouldn't go through him as much though. Like he, maybe he likes like I think Betsy's a puck dominant player. Yeah, like he likes he that wants puck. to do it all. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it would be the night and day difference, like you're saying, Chippy. He, I feel like he would get more points yeah. just naturally, especially yeah. with the power play. He'd be more yeah. McDavid esque, like three and four point nights. But the other thing is, yeah. you swap them. I don't think that he would do better than Kucherov. No, 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 maybe not right now. Not right now. You maybe you swap him now with Kucherov four years ago. <laughs> and give Bedsy like the three or four years to develop in the league, then he'll yes. be better. Yes, Kucherov is seasoned. Kucherov yeah, is nasty. Dude. Yeah, like uh, he gets, he's under uh, he's underrated. Yeah, and he's right. an aggressive player. He leads too. the he leads yeah. the point. Like he's dominating, and like he's still underrated. Like people are still like, like he had yeah. 135 that one year. Like yeah, it's... just under McDavid. Like I think he's actually the most underrated. Sleeper, I, sleeper I hate, top five. I hate that yeah, like, that last year. I was sleeper, dude. Ma- I was making fun of Sean Avery. Um, he had just launched a podcast. Uh, and and he was saying that uh, Kucherov does more for his team than McDavid, and I was like, come on, like what a joke take! Like he's obviously just saying that to get views because we all know McDavid is just like the the goat. Yeah. yeah. And then you look at the top three in the league for power play points. It's McDavid, Nugent Hopkins, and Drysidle. 
like obviously McDavid is the reason for all these guys. Like half their points are on the power play. The only argument is full ice play. Right. Not only offense. Because yeah. like McDavid is just so far and away the most effective offensive producer in the league. Yeah. Like not goals itself, but he he basically results in goals. Yeah. That's why he leads the league in points every year, regardless of yes. how many games he plays. Like he could play half of the season and yeah. still be in the conversation for most points in the year sometimes. But <laughs> I, I was surprised to see Kucherov leading by so much. Like he's But he, I'm not no. because like he he's always up there with McDavid. Like yeah, him and, like they're always like he's underrated. Like yeah. we actually cuz I don't watch him every night like mm-hmm. whenever he plays the Leafs he's getting four. Like it seems like if that puck on the like their power play is so lethal like that yeah. shot from Stamkos and then you have Kucherov on the other side so Kut- he doesn't know where to bite to Kucherov is really smart because he has a good one-timer from his spot oh and, and he, then he passes it when exactly. he's exactly such a nasty he will player, let dude. that rip and it'll go in right and then then and then the next power play he'll set up in the same spot and he'll tee it up the same way and then the goalie is like oh no this this shot is coming the goalie slides across and then he puts it into the middle That's for the, the bumper guy have. and he bumps it in the Leafs don't have that so he's got a one two option Braden Point has like made bread and butter from being the bumper guy just because yeah. Kucherov Ugh. sets him up with like these tap in and middle of the net goals like the goalies commit yeah. so much to slide over yes. that Point just has to put it roughly in the one side of the net and he'll but score it's, it's so smart yeah. it's a chess play. Right, like he's playing chess he's playing right chess. there, he's where two he's two options. Yeah, both are like one A, one B, and either and that, of them. And if he doesn't moment. pass it, like if the lane isn't there, sometimes if there's a guy going to block it, he'll wind up for the shot. Then he'll just catch it, push it out, then rip it. Yes, mm. but and it's, it's also the accuracy of that one timer because yeah. you could like our guys like will just like miss the net and yep. it goes all the way out of the zone. Yeah, it seems like Kucherov if it, it doesn't hit like it doesn't go in, it's like hitting a pad and zip bumper out to the bumper. That's the just like a team. Strategy, non-selfish shooting type thing. Why don't the Leafs take like study that power? Like we have no like one timer guy. Even Matthews, like he's t- he kind of started to do yeah, the one timer. Yeah. But he's like going so low on this crazy angle. Have you noticed that? Yeah. He's, I like, mean, he does score it. He but... does, but like <laughs> it's harder. Up, get up a little higher, and then we need Willie Styles to develop that that um, one timer because we all our guys want to like hold it. That's why we're not scoring on the power plays because we don't have that. Just immediately shoot it. Like Pasternak, Kucherov, the quick release, just get it on the net. You need a right-handed shot in the the OV spot, right on top of the circle. On both sides. Left side doesn't hurt, but the gloves are a little bit better. But if you have have the guy up top that can feed either side, it's like Carlson. It was like John Carlson and then OV. And then I feel like you just need both sides to have. Because Marner's side, you're like, oh, he's going to pass it. He's going to do that little bumper play. Whereas Kucherov is so much more dangerous than a Marner because he can not only rip it, but he also has the Marner ability to put cross seam. Yeah. And so Marner's like, oh, like he might shoot it, but he kind of wants to pass it. And it's held, turn, wrist shot, yeah. as opposed to Kucherov's like a one touch. You want to know what I've been thinking about the Leafs power play lately? I'd love to know. Um, it's they've, been, they've been putting uh, Nylander on the side so he is a shooting threat. Yep. And they can, like you said, shoot from both sides, Matthews and Nylander. But the problem is, is that, like you said, Nylander takes his time. What I want to see them do is put Marner back on that off wing because he's he's an elite guy to move it around the perimeter. Yeah, the Instead of putting Marner in the in the bumper spot, swap Nylander in there so that they can get a bit of a a quick release shooting threat. Because Nylander historically has been really good down low and in like below the slot scoring, getting rebounds, getting quick shots off. Yeah, quick hands. Quick hands, quick right? Yeah. So if like Matthews is on the side and everyone adjusts over to him, and even if he throws it on and there's a rebound, I'd rather have Nylander there than Marner because Marner's gonna 
be open for the pass, but he's always looking to move it away from the yeah. dangerous spot. Whereas yeah. if you get the puck to Nylander in the middle, he's just going to put it in, you know? Yeah. Like you want someone in the middle that's like him and Tavares pounding away in front of the net. That's yeah, the Tavares best they could be on the power play. A beast in front of the net. Like yeah. he can tip. He's That's where Tavares stands. I think that's a – Like I think the we reason – We should be dominating. Like our power play should be like Boston, Tampa – uh, Colorado. I well, mean, we're sixth. We are sixth, but the way I've looked at it, last two games, like we haven't scored a power play goal. Well, like, look no at yikes. look no at what Tavares is. Tavares has uh, been the best down low, like in front of the net power play guy for a long time. Yeah, like little, but yeah. without Nylander there to also be yeah. pounding away, he's just getting outworked in front of the net. Like yes, he can't get any sticks on the. And puck. we're not shooting. Our problem is like our our. our we have no goals from the point. Like we're not going to win a playoff series mm. if we're not scoring Those from the point. Point shots are important. Every every playoff series, you could go back to any team that's won. They've had a guy, a defenseman with seven goals. In the Brent playoffs. Burns yeah. firing it, just yeah. even if it just misses the net, it, it yeah. goes off the boards, goes in front of the net for a rebound type thing. Just shoot it, like get it through. Riley traffic. needs to shoot. Like he's starting to shoot, but like just shoot the thing because like that's, that's the thing. The, Le- the Leafs only shoot. have, le- they've never had a right-handed defenseman that's actually good at getting the puck through and scoring. Like, Liljegren is the closest thing they've had to yeah. be, being able to do that, and he makes dumb mistakes too often. Oh, he – Like, the other night he – I'm glad he, you noticed that. He like, tries to shoot it through. He hits the guy in the shin pad, goes – they get the empty net goal. Yeah. Shin pads. Hey, yeah. shin pads. He, shin pads. pads. No, he's just like, – like, I like Liljegren's game. He's very skilled. He just – like you said, he'll just have these brain farts. Yeah. As my uh, AAA coach used to say. Yeah. These brain you got to laugh at farts, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. you got to laugh at it, but, like, it's like he's so skilled. And then, yeah, he'll shin pad one or he'll – like whiff a, 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 an outlet pass and you're like a turnover and it goes like you know what the worst kind of fart is the whiffs the brain farts <laughs> yeah the brain farts right yeah especially <laughs> the jay gardner game seven farts okay like oh, oh. <laughs> yes that, that's past trauma that's yeah, like sorry five sorry, years of trauma sorry. I had to, now i, I have was, to book a so meeting with my within. therapist again <laughs> i had to get it out i'm glad you guys gave me I a thought chance i moved to past this <laughs> i thought i moved past this but nope there it is there's that, the pain that's again. exactly it is that the leafs haven't had a defenseman like morgan's making seven million a year we need him to be scoring 20 goals yeah mm. yeah he like be a 20 goal scorer Hey, he's got to be like a Petrangelo level player, basically. Yeah. Boys, yeah, we need it. But here's the thing: you're you're hating on the Leafs. You know, you're talking about we need to score. We're coaching them right. Eh? We're coaching them right now. They've lost three anyway. straight. What are you talking? We about? we got uh, Marner, Matthews, Riley, and Nylander. And Nylander on the power play. No, in the All Star game. Hey, we got a team full of All Stars. We do have a team full of All Stars. So they should, they should get rescinded. That's why, our power, that's why we're talking about the power play because how is a, a five all stars on a power play not and, and how hurting? Do, and how do they dominate every three on three? How how do, they, exactly. How do they not end every overtime? How? I don't I understand, understand that. It's insane. So Ugh. I have a theory yeah. on that, and we're go. We might as well dive into the Leafs here. Okay. okay. My I'm my okay. theory is that too much of a good thing is a bad thing, and the Leafs have too much yeah. players that to spread the goals around, mm. you know, they're all thinking, I got to be the hero. I'm making 10 million plus. I got to be the hero. I got to be the hero. Then you look at a team like Colorado. They have one line. Yeah. You know? Why don't we do that? Like, they I- have one line. They have, yeah. they have McKinnon, uh, Devin Taves, McCarr. And I mean, when Landis Cogs in the lineup, Rantanen, Rantanen is, is probably so the best. Dirty, one, right. So they have one top line and one top defensive unit. That it's is just Landis nasty. Cog, right. Yeah, but he's been injured. And for Le- Lettinen? Do they have Lettinen still? Or no? No, they dished him a while ago, didn't they? I don't know. That McKinnon oh, line is just but anyway, dominated us. Too much of a good thing yeah. is a bad thing. Mm. And the Leafs don't have 
Like, they can't outscore their problems in the playoffs, so then they're all trying to be a hero instead of just having guys that make smart plays and get the puck to the good players they have. I I got another another theory. I'm going to just sort of piggyback on yours. Mm -hmm. You get these guys that just know they're like that guy. You got three of them on the ice at a time. And and they're going against, let's say, Anaheim or Seattle. And they're just like... I mean, Seattle's been playing pretty good lately. But Maybe San Jose. No, <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, they, they look at oh, who's Seattle putting out on their first line. Oh, because they're not the star power. They're not the stars. Right. They're not us. Yeah. We're, we're us. We're him. We are him. Right? <laughs> so, so they probably sit on... They're skating out, and they look at each other, and they give their little, like, yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Cruise control. Cruise control. Cruise control. Cruise control. And control. and then Yanny Gore just fly like blows the yeah. doors off the dealer. Whoa, where are these guys coming? Right. And yeah. they just got these grinders who just want it and is are outworking them, getting the puck and like, That's guys, it's been three minutes. We haven't touched the yes. puck. Like the other team wins the yes. face off and then they skate around hoping that there's a turnover and there isn't, and they just pressure, pressure, pressure. Like by the time they finally get the puck, they have to do a line change. You know, my I have a theory here. Yep. The reason the Leafs have this cloud over them the past how many years is because there's a reputation that's been built. And it's, if we outwork them, we'll beat them. And I, I don't think the Leafs have in, in, ever in, no. in my entire life ever outworked the other team. No, ever. they don't need ever. to. And that's, okay, that's you see the okay, playoffs and you like. Okay, that's one word. It's one word, and this is the word. This is something I had, okay? This is this is just the word. You guys, you guys have heard this word from yep. me. What separates a AAA from any other, <laughs> yeah. from a double? Compete. Compete. Okay, this word, and this, and any hockey player listening this at home or parents, there's one word that separates elite hockey players, mm-hmm. and it's compete. It's hating to lose. Yeah. It's going into that corner. I've seen Matthews when he gets angry. And you need gets, to beat Nathan McKinnon level. You McKinnon, hate. McKinnon, you see McKinnon? He runs guys over. He, he like he is the ultimate warrior. And you're not. And, and hockey is a gladiator sport. Yeah. So when McKinnon ran in or going in versus uh, a floating, uh, <laughs> and I love Matthews. You know, what I mean, I love Marner. Like, it's just I like. I'm thinking I'm going into a puck battle, winning one of those. You know what I mean? Like I just the compete's not there. You have to hate losing more like than Matthews, you love winning. But Matthews mm. can be the hardest player in the world to get the puck off of, and the heart like he's the one of the when best. He's fired up when he's fired up. Yeah. It's it just seems like they're never fired up. Yeah. Except for when we're down a goal and we're cold our goalie. It, it makes you like they're oh only... my god we're, we're dominating. Look, look, look at this. Why didn't we do this all game? Like look at Matthews going in, lifting the puck, throwing his weight around, oh. and, and they're angry. And I'm love like, love it. This is the difference. That's the hockey that's fun McKinnon to watch. He plays every shift like that, yeah, though. Like, yeah. he's in there, and he wants to uh, blow the doors off the defenseman with a huge hit. He wants to – like, he's aggressive. And I even noticed last night when I played, I got a little angry. Oh, he did. Your and and ever, you noticed. Your but, best but shift. you noticed. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit, this guy's actually oh, yeah. now – I brought my level of game up. I mean, your whole game was great. Was, whole... Yeah, but I wasn't competing. Yeah, like, I wasn't actually – like, when I'm playing, I'm floating. Like I floated all game, you know. I'm playing, trying not to make a mistake. Yep. But I didn't really go end to end. I could, I could every shift, I could do that. You know what I mean? Take the puck and some, and some games you do, and some day, games I do, and those yep. are my best games when I'm when I'm just in the game and you're, you're ang- you're not angry. Like there's a little bit of anger that's good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There is an amount of anger anger that just makes you make stupid decisions. And, and that's the thing with the Leafs that I've they don't ever notice that little bite. They there's flashes of it where they where they dominate, but they don't. 
put it together for a whole game ever. Yes. So ever, ever. Ever. I've never, ever. never I've never seen it. Like there's there'll be games where they come out flying and I'm like, well, this is gonna be a third yeah, period nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> or they come out and they're dogging it in the first period, but then they manage to scrape out of it with like only a one goal deficit. I'm like, yeah, they're gonna win this game. Yeah. Right. But it's like they never come out and just like, yep, they won this game from the get go the don't whole time. Want it the whole game. And that's why they lose in the playoffs because you can't play in the playoffs without wanting to win yes. every second yes. of every shift. It we just match it, our opponents like we go in Anaheim, we're just gonna cruise. Yeah, that's why they always lose to the worst teams. Yeah. It it pains me to watch them in the playoffs because it doesn't feel like playoff hockey. I remember watching playoff hockey and it was different. It was a different game. It still is. Di- it still is different game. We just don't play the different game. Oh, every other team does. That's what I'm saying. I you watch them and it's like they're just like, oh yeah, we didn't win that one, but we'll get them next game. It's like. Play like you care. I have an play, example. You know what I mean? I and I, I feel it. It's like play like you're you're with some intensity. Yeah, intensity. Right. Exactly. That's the word. Intense. Play with some intensity. Play play like, like urgency. The game. Like yeah, it matters. urgency. There's no like sense of urgency. Like no it's sense. Life of or death. Like play yeah. like it's life or death. Yeah, I have an example of that, and it goes back to uh, what season was it? 2019, 2020, maybe. But, or maybe the one after that, it was uh, the Florida matchup. Mm. Florida versus Tampa. Yep. And that was just like a blood battle. The most entertaining playoff yes. series I think I've ever watched. Yeah. And I was more looking forward to watching that than the Leafs ones because the Leafs ones I was miserable because I could see they weren't they, they weren't like, trying. Throw yeah. a hit. Yeah. It's just like we don't hit. And my dad says it every game. Uh-huh. <laughs> His team has never thrown a hit. They don't know how – like they just don't throw hits. Yep. It's like the, the game plan should be for every team – all you have to do is hit. All you have to do is from the get go because we hate it. We just we can't stand it. We don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're gonna turn it over. We're gonna, we don't like to be hit. We're gonna give up the puck. Like that's what I'm saying. They just have to outwork them and outbody them. Give me a team that's full of guys who just compete. Hammer guys, not even hammer guys. Just grinders. Just Four. Chris, Chris Criders of the world. <laughs> Yanni Gord, Connor Brown. Oh, y- Yanni Gord. We shouldn't have let Hyman go. Oh, yeah, Hyman. Yeah. Imagine guys like uh, a full team full of like Hyman, Trevor and Moore, Gordy. like Trevor Moore, like he was a grind. He, he, I was watching the hit on Chara in that playoff series. Oh like, yeah, Gallagher, like, hey, oh, just those guys, oh, like yeah. those, those Gallagher. sandpapers. Yeah, yeah, you know, like give me three lines of that at least, and and oh, like okay, give me some talent on the top line, and then three lines of guys who just like hate to lose. Marchand, yeah. like oh yeah, and, yeah, like there are examples of Sid? teams that have had regular season success and some playoff success that don't necessarily like grind their opponent down. Like we're talking here, like Carolina, for example, they don't strike me as like, we are being super physical all the time, but they play a structured game and they play hard. They they basically, they win the puck battles, like the races to the puck and they play a good team defensive structure. And that's why they're successful in the playoffs because they play as a good unit. But the Leafs don't have either. They no, don't have a good no def- structure. <laughs> yeah, the defensive, like the defensive zone coverage, is atrocious, abysmal. Yeah, it's- like it's actually like I watch it it's every time they like all sit there in like the the slot and they just let the team snap it around. It's like a power play. Like if they yeah. if you watch this, they collapse into this like box. They're a little bubble, yeah. And then it's just, and then it's like a, a shooting gallery. They're like, I hope no one bursts no, my sh- bubble. It's a shooting gallery because you're standing still. They're doing like a SWAT team snapping it around the outside, screening the goal, shooting it. But even once it's shot, like we're so flat-footed that once the puck is shot, we don't have like our feet aren't moving, so they just the puck comes right back to them. And it's a shooting gallery every time. Watch this 
in our zone. It's going to be this little collapse. We collapse into the slot, mm-hmm. and it's a shooting gallery every time, and our goalie can't make the save, so it's... Talking about our goalie. A buffet. Samsonov back versus I Detroit. Yeah. I, 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 I was talking about that. I couldn't believe he was starting uh, this year I again. feel like your reaction was about the same as every other Leafs fan, we, we, and we I felt the them. same. Like we, we shattered his confidence. We took his... like. I'm sorry, these mental uh, things that happen take more than a, a week to recover from. Like, <laughs> getting waved and all that stuff as a goaltender, it must be absolutely... I think it was super risky. Yeah. Not not for that In game itself. Game. It was a must-win game back-to-back. Like, we I mean, I mean, I... We set it, him up. We set him up for failure. Though. It would be nice for them to have that win, but I'm saying, not that's not what was risky. What was risky is bringing him back on after the Leafs have just been playing such trash defense and giving away like they just blew a lead to Colorado. You think it's good to put in your goalie that's like shattered confidence? Like I against feel like the no. best team in the league, <laughs> like against the best line in the world. Uh, a goalie that like isn't even like squaring up properly on the. On, <laughs> did Samsonov play against Colorado? I didn't think he did. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. We I did. thought he played against Detroit. Oh, we blew the three zero lead, right? Yeah, uh, but no, I don't think it was Samsonov though. And, and also against I Detroit. I don't know. I didn't watch Colorado. I think it was. Detroit. It was the second game of the back to back. Okay, then it was Detroit. Because yeah. I know, I know. Who oh yeah, on. it was a must win though. Like that was like, they're, they're in our standing. Like, that was like a we. That was inter. Well, because Detroit's right on their tail. Yeah, but I'm. But I'm I'm just saying that it what they didn't play him against uh, Colorado. Okay, that would have been a mistake fact, for that game. The fact that didn't even get to overtime. But I'm just saying it was a mistake. Like, it was a mistake because it's risky to put him back in, and if he loses against Detroit, then it's like then he's just back in square one. Yeah. Whereas like oh, those goals were brutal. I'm sorry. You got to put him against a team that achievable. I would have rather him play against Colorado because then at least there's the excuse. Well, yeah, they're one of the top teams. Yeah. In the and I, I don't want to beat up on him. He's probably going through a lot, but like at the same time, on that breakaway, like I've never seen a goalie end up on their back, sprawled out. Like, just play the butterfly there, and he went for this poke check. I don't even know what he was doing. Yeah. Like, it looked like a Mensley goalie. He, it literally like the Mensley goalies are like. Just square up and play the like every other goalie right. in, in the history of the league is going to play that. This isn't 1990 anymore. And he's on his back, and the guy just puts it in an open net. It's like a little deke to the backhand, and it's out of his pants. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Like, it just seems like his decision making. He's off the post. Like, I don't know. I'm not a goalie coach or anything like no. that. But S- I couldn't believe it. And like, and I and I hope he, you know. I was hoping for all his success. I think all of us are cheering for him. Like, oh, yeah. It's not fun to see someone struggling well, like that. But they were cheering for him. Holy. The, they're, after they're he made his name, he did make a nice save. He made that crazy save with two minutes left in the game. game. But the goals that he let in were, you can't let in. Mm. Like, under the blocker, far side, he was too far on the post. I mean, I don't know. It was. I'd say his, his first game back was acceptable. Yeah. And then he battled to make like some great saves. Yes. Which he wasn't do- he just straight up wasn't doing before like he wasn't when he was battling he was letting in everything. At least now he made some good saves. Like that one where he reached back, oh, yeah. 2 minutes left, oh, gloves yeah. it, then Liljegren gives away the puck behind the net and they immediately score. He tried to get his nice blocker one. out, it was blocked, but it wasn't interference because it was outside of the crease. Yeah. Which I'm like, ah, that sucks cuz it looked like he was going to make the save and then his stick hits whoever the Carolina player was to the side of the net and he couldn't get it over shocker he's playing outside the crease yeah Yeah. well i mean when you're making a blocker save i feel like a lot of goalies reach outside the crease you know like if his feet are in the crease and he reaches out of it i feel like it's just still maybe 
depending on the circumstance, be considered. Yeah. yeah. Also, I would I say, know. like, Keith would be like, I want it. Like, finally, we saw a different look. Like, I'm glad he jumbled the lines up. I actually like that Domi for 2Z Marner line. Mm. That was our best line. It was I, the only line that was doing yeah, anything. I think, I think you called that one early on. I Did I not yeah. call Domi and Marner together? Because yeah. they played, like, I called that early, dude. They they were our best line. Domi's actually playing great, and he's making some really nice passes. Like, he, he's setting guys Give up. Give him an opportunity. Sheldon's been yeah. buried him on the third line, getting, he literally doesn't play. He's finding if guys out there at, when he plays. If you look at the minutes that that third line gets, like, all it is is one, two coming out all game. They play, like, 25 minutes a game, and then you're expecting Domi to have any confidence. Like, he's a skill guy. He needs the puck on his stick. Yep. Give him Marner. I've been calling that since the literally start of the season. Here's an idea. Like, yeah, what? Trade camp, just so that Keith oh, doesn't have to play him as please. much. Please, <laughs> yeah. please. Sorry. You trade away his favorite defensive he, player he, he so that he can't use him. He can't, win a, draw. He can't win a draw. He's the softest player in the league, <laughs> and, and he scores one goal every season. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only reason he got added to the lineup, Camp, was uh, no. Who was the other guy that they were uh, best buds? They played on a team together. No. But then he got moved. It was Camp and look. Dubis brought him over because he was a face-off specialist and very good defensively, and he has been that arguably. But this year he hasn't even been that good defensively. Yeah, like he he's kind of fallen off a little bit. But Keith still loves to use him because he knows that he's not gonna just throw the puck up the middle and make a dumb mistake. It was uh, Andre Kasha. What is Kasha? Kasha and David Camp. They played together a whole life. Yeah, but that's not the reason they brought him. It just happened to be. You know Dubis. You know he that's like he, he's doing these big brain moves. They brought Kasha and, and Camp on a team together because they were like they they played on the World Juniors. They they grew up together. How do you not have co- chemistry, right? And then Kasha got traded. Well, Camp like he lost a little bit of that chemistry on the team. I mean, the big Obviously, brain they, I don't think they even played on the same line usually. The big brain that. move was just bringing Camp over when he only gets like 3 goals a season. And everyone's like, why the heck did you do that? Yeah. And then they see him winning face-offs and playing yeah. defense. That was Dubas doing Dubas things, looking into the numbers, yep. right? But so far this season, it, to me, it's looked like he's like their biggest – like because Keith is still falling to him every time. Like he's defaulting to put him out there when he doesn't know what to do. Mm. And I'm like, if I'm if I'm Brad True Living, I look at that, I'm like, you can't be having Camp and uh, Nyes and Robertson out in the last two minutes of a game, or whatever it is, oh, you know? Like, I mean, all right, so, yeah. so they have a three-game losing streak. What changes? They lose the next game, too. And then <laughs> and then is, is Keefe losing his job? After Vancouver, hey? if, they yep. win, if they lose the next two. Then you think Keefe is gone? Yeah. How do you feel about that? Well, I mean, they just extended him. I feel like they don't uh, They don't want to be paying another coach to not coach. He's got two coach. games, bro. He's got two <laughs> games. Like, we don't – like, we're out of a playoff spot. Like, if he – and it's looking ugly. Like if we we've been we've been uh, evaporating. There's been no coaching. There's been zero coaching. Like there's been nothing changed. There's been it's the team's not obviously playing for the guy. I guess my only thing is that there's not really anyone better available People right are now. Saying, um, oh yeah, Oilers coach that they just got fired. Oh, uh, do you think? But maybe I don't have anything. I just think we need to change. Yeah, I think I think we need to. Like I like the way he jumbled the lines up. What is it Bruce? Cassidy? I couldn't stand seeing like just to bear, like the same. Crap! Like put Tavares on the third line because he can. He's not skating. Like Woodcroft. Oh, Jay Woodcroft. Yeah, let's yeah. bring Woodcroft in. Bring Woodcroft in. He, you know, he knows how to handle a team with a lot of talent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but at least their power play. Like he, like. I mean, he, I think it's a different look. I just, what, 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 like, what's being coached right now? Like, there's no defensive zone structure, and there's really no offensive zone structure. 
we're winning games because we have five all-stars on our team. <laughs> and we've only won 14 regular season games all year. You know who I'd like to see? Wins. Barry Trotz come to the Leafs. Trotz. Mm. Interesting. Or yeah. um, who is the – is it Cassidy, the Bruins old coach that's yeah, coaching Vegas? Or, or he, everywhere he goes, they win. Yeah. I want I, – eventually, I don't see the Leafs winning a cup until Cassidy is their coach. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, look, at, look at the assistant coach. He could just take over. I mean, that's Harbury? What, Boucher. Or, or Boucher. Mm. Key Boucher. True, true. That's why they brought him in. He, he, he could just take over. That's yeah. true. Yeah, maybe. But he's the one running the power play, and you're not happy with it. Uh, <laughs> so. But at least he had – I saw a lot. I saw um, in the game where they were, went down, like, Boucher was all fired up, and then there was just Sheldon Keefe was just kind of, like, sitting there. Cool, like, calm, collected. Kind of like, yeah. oh, this guy might take my job. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, Boucher yeah. was all fired up. He's like – Right. And then he actually Keefe seemed to care. saying nothing. Yeah. Like, just, uh-huh. like, we just gave up. Three straight goals and uh-huh. scored with two minutes left. So speaking of the Leafs and, and all their All Stars, uh, how do you feel about the All Star selection? Because I, I saw an interesting post from the Empty Netters, uh, another podcast, and the guy is basically fired up. He says that he he hates that there's a fan or that one player from each team is represented. He said he remembers the good old days when you're sitting there hoping that someone from your team makes it because and, and then. You don't have to watch a trash player from a trash organization. That, you know that doesn't There's deserve. There's got to be a one player from every team. You I think, don't think so? so? No. I don't think so. Why? It's like you want to see the best in the league. You want to watch them all play. You're telling me there's not an all star on every team. There isn't. No, sorry. Oh come no. on. There, there isn't. There's better. Oh, there's five on Vancouver. Yeah, there are. Get out of here. Dude. Yeah, there are. Get out of here, dude. Get out of here. I think that it's a massive oversight on the league's part to think that people won't care about the all-star game just because they don't have one of their like their players there from their team because people already don't care about the all-star game hold on hold on if no one's there from their team um but people then don't care about that team anyways probably exactly so there's probably not that many fans that you're upsetting exactly so the fan and that's why they're doing like oh whoever votes in that we want because they're actually the ones watching it so so someone commented and they said that they remember, like, I don't know, early, like years back, maybe it was Buffalo, I'm just making this up, but um, they were a fan of, of, say, Buffalo, and then, you know, they didn't get a guy in their All-Star game, and they didn't get a guy in the All-Star, and then, like, oh, we, we've got a good prospect, and the prospect's doing really, really well, and they were so excited, and then they got selected, and it's like, yes, someone from my team is there, right? It actually made it mean something, and also, the, the All-Star was good because you had to earn your way in, you had to be an actual All-Star, not just the best from this organization that isn't doing very well. Like, I'd say each guy has a, a uh, there's, there's obviously a best player on each team, but there's probably a better way to select the all-stars. Yeah. Like actually, I, I would like to see that. I would like to see the old school um, way that was done in my minor hockey, where every team votes in a player, but you're only given like each team is given a different amount by the league. The players. Oh. So the so the league says you guys get this many this year, this many this year. Oh, I see. So they look and they see okay, this team has a potential for three. This uh. team has a potential for zero, <laughs> right? Like, and you just and then the team votes it in, and then you get you can have like if there's someone who's like literally like I don't want to be there. Yeah. The team won't. The players on the team won't vote them in. Yeah. Right. I think, I think it's tough because you got a guy like Noah Dobson, who's got about forty five points. Just lit the Leafs up with four points. Yeesh. And right. then Mor- Morgan Riley's getting an all-star vote. Uh, go compare Noah Dobson to Morgan Riley this year. Right. And which one's the all-star? Like, right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's the problem is yeah. that 
the All Stars actually aren't there. So that's <laughs> the All Stars. What's the problem? Is is it the fan vote? Well, the fan vote is just. Like yeah, you got five team, five There's players more from Leafs fans. and five players from Leafs, yeah. and then one player from Arizona. Yeah, just because like we, we if it was up to the fan vote, we probably have like seven Leafs. The only thing I see wrong with the fan vote is that it doesn't happen early enough. Yes, and like the t- if the the players see it as like okay, I'm not named for sure, then like there's no way I'll get voted in. So these and but like they need to be like. They're not allowed to like book anything until the vote's done, or they need to move the vote earlier so they don't book vacations and be like, yes. "Ah, so, this so sucks." We <laughs> have Seth Seth Jarvis, who is hilarious. Love the guy. Oh, Too late. Sorry. Seth, yeah, no, that was. That and, was and they're talking about, "Oh, hey, what do you think about getting voted in the All Star game?" Right? It c- could happen. He's like, "Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I already have a non-refundable uh, trip booked to Mexico, so s- sorry, guys. Uh, no, I- I'm going to a warm spot. Like, t- too late for me. I, I appreciate." I appreciate the uh, thought, but no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't want to go. He's just being nice. They're like, what, how do you feel about being voted into the All-Star game? Uh, it's, it's like, he's like, too late. I already got a hot vacay book, I, but I, thanks, guys. I, I appreciate I it. Love how he, I love how he threw in non-refundable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I can't even ask for money back, so please don't even like, no, it's, it's, I, I can't get a refund, guys. You understand. Yeah. You understand. I'm like, I related to that. that I'm like, this vacay was five grand. Yeah. I, got, I, I, I can't well, get that back. Well, maybe I think it's going to be fun this year, the All-Star, with, the, like, I like how they're doing the draft. Like, that's that's fun. Oh, it's like, going to be a time. Gonna, who's going to get picked last? Chip, mm. Chippy and I are going to be there, by the yeah. way. Uh, we, should, they, I'm just, actually going to be on the, the celebrity coach with Matthews and Beeps. Oh, are you? Yeah. I actually nice. had an idea about so that. Manifesting it. They yeah. should, they should uh, nominate uh, someone like you guys as – the last pick. Oh. <laughs> so you, you oh. get to be picked on the team, but it's like so that there's no NHL player that's the last pick. It's the influencer that's the last oh, pick. I, I just think, And yeah. they get their pick between like like you, Zach pick, Bell, pick, Barber. Pick four, <laughs> pick four hockey influencers to be on those four different divisions and, 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 and picking. Like, I'm sorry. The, the team wants to see Chippy, Pappy, and Biebs pick a team. I'm sorry. <laughs> right. I, right. Make it happen, NHL, because that would be – it would be great for the socials. Oh yeah, it would be great for just like people would tune in. I'm telling you, people would tune in. And I also was, I was also saying the NHL needs to get, you know, uh, a creator, like you know how they they compete for a million dollars. Yeah. So like, imagine if they had people that didn't that actually need, needed the money competing for. The <laughs> I think we said this last. Yeah, week. we did. But like, I swear people would tune in just because it's like people that need that a million winning it versus people that don't need it. It's like it's just a different level of yeah. intensity, right? So like it imagine just, how intense it, it would be if you brought a whole bunch of hockey players in. Pure chaos. You and, do. And, and then the all-star guy is like Matthews is the coach and he's like coaching and then he really wants his team because it's life-changing money. Like it actually it's gonna get so intense. The players don't have to get injured. You bring in a whole bunch of junior C guys that can actually play uh. and it gets nasty. And you have a game where these guys are competing for a million dollars. Well, the game isn't for a million, the skills comp skills comp, yeah. Is. But that would be interesting too to see how a regular okay how a regular Joe plays against like not even regular up. Joe you give it you get guys like junior guys okay in terms of yeah. NHL quality regular Joe yeah <laughs> like Wait, we got million dollar skills comp I dropped the bomb we got million dollar skills comp ooh did, who who farted <laughs> <laughs> that's a nasty one beautiful it's just beautiful did you have did you have bacon mm, I, I he did, did yeah <laughs> turkey bacon club oh yeah God. yeah i could see i could sense the bacon luckily I, i'm a little congested right now oh, this is amazing boys. 
I'm horrible. I just breathe through my mouth and I kind of horrible. See, that's how you do it, right? Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. it is. There is the display. I got a couple of giggles. I gotta get some air from over here for a second. <laughs> like, what's it gonna let you guys right. just ignore that? So, million dollar, million dollar prize on the table. Now, in previous years, the skills comp has just been the skills comp. Whatever, guys don't really care. They're kind of having fun. They're joking around. Do we see a better display of skill because there's money on the table? I think it's you're gonna see guys pretending like they don't care, but really, the, the, you want that a million. Like, I'm Ooh. sorry, it's a million. It's not like it's like oh yeah, a million dollars. Like yeah. you're gonna actually compete for that. I feel like you're gonna there's gonna be some guys that are like oh like they don't want to like go too hard. I think it'll be. But then there's gonna be like one guy that's like here's the thing trying to win it. It doesn't matter because the first guy goes. Like that's how you feel going into it. But then when that first guy goes, you're like oh this is a competition. They're competitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So putting something on the line. Every guy that goes will want to do better than the one before. Yes. And once I think it, that, so, there's going to be a lot more mistakes. I, I'm calling uh, there's going to be a lot of people like, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. like tripping up. Right. And that's what I'm going to say. they're going is, harder. Yeah. And then they're going to like, then they're going to trip up and then they're going to like lollygag it because they don't want to look. Right. I have a question. Are they going? Are they going full buckets and everything? I think so. So that they have the confidence, like the kind of yeah. I feel like you have to now. There's no way the league's gonna let them like. Like if they're going hard and they're not just like lollygagging around, they'll have full buckets. Dipsy doodle. You think they're going full buckets? Yeah. Yeah. But then it's not as good for TV. I feel like the league's gonna make them. I feel like that's just like a safety thing. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Depends on the challenge, I guess. Like if they're just standing shooting, it's not really. Well, the the league won't even let them do warm ups without the helmet. Yeah, they won't let them do warm ups, but they let them do the entire skills comp for years, going full speed skating around the freaking ring. That's insane. There's no, yeah, they know they all had helmets in last year with the fastest skater. All right, real quick, uh, McDavid is obviously trailing. He usually just leads the league by like 15 points, and like no one can come even close to winning like the the Art Ross. Uh, there was this post by uh, the NHL. Uh, these are the players that came back after a deficit, right? And w- what's McDavid, like 15 points behind? Or he was at one point, and maybe he's not anymore. Something like that. In 2002, Peter Forsberg was 32 points behind and came back to win the Art Ross. That is just insane. What an insane second half of a season to be down by 32. He must have been injured. Right, and Mary Lemieux did it in uh, in '87. Uh, the most recent, Daniel Sedin, he was down by 20 points, came back to win the Art Ross. So, and, there, and there's a list here. Uh, oh, Jamie Ben for Dallas in 2014-15 won it, 16 points behind. So, McDavid currently sitting at 57 points, and Kucherov at 72. Is this after the same amount of games? It didn't specify, uh, but I'm guessing about halfway through the season. Right, so close. Right. Yeah, I feel like. As long as he's healthy, and I mean the Oilers have won ten straight, so yeah, it helps. Yeah, that does help that they're on a heater. Yep. Um, Puck's fine in the back of the net for them. Finally, I think it's a easy. He's going to be in the top three within like a month. But even like, in a month, look at the difference between like a Matthews forty-eight and forty versus a seventy-two. Yeah. And forty. It's wild. Yeah. So he's chasing Kucherov and McKinnon. McKinnon's at seventy. Kucherov's at 72. I would love to see McKinnon win it. I do, because too. He deserves it. Every man. year he looks like the best player in the world. You put, Mc, you put McKinnon up against any player in the league, 1v1? One, one one, yeah, I'm, I think so. I'm sorry. I'm taking McKinnon. Like, even I if think so. McDavid, yeah, he would outwork McDavid. He's just like an animal. Yeah. Like, you don't powerful. want to get in his way. He's like, powerful. I think yeah. McDavid's an animal. He's a workhorse. I don't know. I mean, McDavid is amazing skill-wise, just like next level. His uh, vision that would be a great one-on-one. I think there should be one-on-ones in the All-Star game. 
That would be sick, man. I, I would say like drills. I would say McDavid <laughs> is just more vision. Yeah, he's just losing their back uh, C four spot. Cross checks. They're like, hey, if I battle this guy hard enough, I might not have to play him yeah. next week. And that's what I, that's what I, we were talking about at the dinner the other day, like a Canada a team Canada team versus a team. USA. Oh yeah. Like I'm sorry, you're gonna have Matthews on line one versus. McKinnon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then on line two, Jack Hughes. McKinnon, McCarr. Jack Hughes versus McDavid. I'm just saying, like, like centermen. Like, yeah. Just, like, lines matching up. Mm-hmm. Right. I am taking a McKinnon, uh, McDavid. Yeah. Over a Matthews, uh, Hughes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or a Chuck. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, it's tr- I, I'm, I'm on the same boat there. But, yeah, I think he catches them for sure by the end of the season. He, he just needs an insane you think so? 42 games, right? I think he does. He needs it's, an insane insane 42 games, and he could put up – I think McKinnon – He does – you can't even call it insane. He needs a regular 42 True. games for Mc, McDavid. He, he can put up 90 and 42. Like, he just needs – basically, if you look at it, he needs to put up one more point than Kucherov every, every game they play for the next, like, 10 games, and he'll catch them, you know? Yeah, like all he needs is a couple five point nights. Which yeah, it, like he, he just needs dry saddle to start burying all of his passes on the power play, and they're like, here we go. January second, he had a five point night, right? And then he, he had yeah. a, a single point. He he's been slow. He's only getting a point a game. But you average that out, he's getting two points per game. Like, and it's insane. Like, like I can't even put up like that five point games in men's league. No, he, so so going back to uh, two thousand and twenty, he had one hundred and five points in fifty six games. So like he could put ninety up in in forty two. Yeah, right? easily. Yeah. So, what what do you guys think? You think he's going to be 105 points in 56 games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's absurd. Uh, it's just insane insanity. So, and and also the Oilers were struggling. Now 10 game streak. Uh, I think they're making the playoffs. We said that they wouldn't. They they proved us wrong. Mm-hmm. 153 points last year is absurd. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, do you guys think that he's going to win the Art Ross? I would say no. I'd say he's going to come close, but I think maybe McKinnon will edge him out. It depends, though, because if the Oilers stay hot and they're going to be have more motivation to to solidify a playoff spot, yep. So they're going to have more motive to like win, and the only way I've seen Oilers win games is by outscoring them. Right. So I think that he's they're going to have more motivation to keep scoring goals to get more points, and Oilers as a whole are just going to be a higher scoring games. Yeah. So I could see – and McDavid's in on, like, every goal. What are you trying to pull up? Nothing. Uh, 57. What's his deficit? Is it 15 points? It's 15 from Kucherov. Still, okay. So he's still – But, like, you're saying Kucherov's going to get five point nights too. So it's like – Yeah. And then McKinnon's going to get five point nights No, but the difference is, is, like, Tampa Bay and Colorado, they're, like – I mean, I guess Tampa's not a lock for the playoffs yet, but, like, they're pretty much – they're already thinking playoff mode, whereas are the like Oilers are like, we need to keep us. winning in they, order to not yeah. be pushed out of a playoff they spot. They need to pile it on. Yeah. I, yeah uh, I think, I don't know, to me, McDavid, when he's chasing a playoff thing, that's when he's going to score the most points. Yep. And I just see him, like, going going crazy. Are, are you going to force it? Is it going to be a little too forced? Here's the thing. If, also, like, like, there's a different, like, when you're on a 72-goal pace, like Matthews, like, if he needed the goals – he ain't gonna score the thirty and thirty. Yeah, I feel like also like when you're when you're trying so hard, like it's if like Kucherov's Kuru's controlling. McKinnon's I don't know. The harder, McDa- like the harder McDavid tries, the more he scores. That's if, the way if, I've seen. If it was like say no, look at the beginning of the season. That's his worst. That's the worst he's ever performed when he like when they were losing those games and he wasn't scoring. If if J T. Miller and Panarin were one and two, I would say McDavid's gonna catch him. 
because they're not used to having that spot and wanting that spot. You know, like, it's a bit of a anomaly that those guys, like, Panarin's doing really well. He's a great player. JT Miller, like, it's crazy. He's got 60 points, right? right? But they're not those guys. Like, Kucherov wants that spot. McKinnon wants that spot. It's going to be hard to catch those guys. Mm. So I would say, shush, I, I don't know. It's going to be tough. I don't think he's going to get it. I don't think he's going to come is, back. Is Matthews going to win the scoring yeah. title? Yeah, yeah, that's just a lock. I mean, 32 for Reinhardt. Like, that's insane. Like, Reinhardt? I think, I think Matthews has, like, wow, one point. Yeah, he's or I, last game he had four on uh, Kucherov, I think. Um, oh, yeah, Sam Reinhardt, 32. Wow. Dang, that's what I'm saying. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, Florida's been playing pretty well, though. No, wait, I mean, Reinhardt scoring pace up. Like, I don't know. Matthews, just we know. Matthews he just hasn't really been, like, just, like scoring like that. Th- this is actually crazy. So, uh, on, on Betway, um, I was doing sponsored content with them, and I was trying to pick uh, who's going to win the um, – was it the uh, Maurice Rocket Richard? Yeah. Right? Most goals in a season. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, give me a long shot. And and I saw Sam Reinhardt. This was like after 20 games, was like third. I was like, nobody would bet on Sam Reinhardt. So I was looking to try to find his name. His name was not even on the list of 50 players to pick. Oh my right? God. And some of these guys had like 100 to 1 odds. And that was like, one point out for Matthew. Yeah, one goal away. Because <laughs> I was like, like, I'd bet a dollar, you know, that Reinhardt would win it. For if he's at 101 odds, like give me this long shot odds, and he wasn't even named on the list, he wasn't even added there. So dang, too bad I didn't throw a buck on that one. That's insane. Yeah. Well, but I, I still think it doesn't matter. Matthew's winning it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah Matthew's gonna win. I mean, he's, yeah. he's won one already. I feel like if there's if there's a name that you weren't expecting on there, they'll average out to be a little bit below what the ones that you are expecting are to be. You know, like Matthews, you expect him to be at the top, and if he has he, the pressure, he, he hasn't even been like. Like I've seen him I mean, playing better. Even, yeah, he's not even playing. Like, that's you know, he's like, yeah. whereas like Reinhardt's probably scoring like at every it, shot it, he top goes. level. Like, yeah. yeah, it'll even out. Yeah, yeah, it'll, things will even out. Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking of uh, top teams, uh, Canadian teams, Jets and Vancouver. Yeah. I've just been having killer seasons, yeah, and it, it was just nowhere. announced that uh, Kyle Connor will be back in the lineup against oh. the Islanders. And he is not going to make contribute. them worse. He's he going to make them even more He contributes. Yeah. Um, but is Shifley still out, I think? But anyway, Jets doesn't matter. They got hella buck. They've been playing lights out. Um, and to think about just they last think, year, yeah. we thought that they were going to be like blowing up the team. Blowing up the team. Wheeler's gone. Yeah. But maybe the, that was the mojo they needed. Wheeler was like a, a assist. And they yeah. needed to cut him off oh, God. <laughs> to and let they, the rest of the team flourish. Man, <laughs> hockey's such a crazy sport. Like, you can have uh, your team not gelling, not figuring – and then the next year, just everything comes together. And, like, a game of bounces, like, you figure your line – like Self-belief after you went uh, out at the beginning of the season. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just one of those games. The right group – like, you add one guy and he just brings everyone together type of thing. It's so, so much that happens that can alter it where it's not just the top – you can't just have – a skilled player, add him to the squad, now you're doing better, like in basketball. Right? right. There's so much more to hockey. It's a team sport. You can't buy a championship. In no, hockey. you cannot. It's a team sport. It takes, like, years to build it up and build the gel of the team together. Oh, yeah, and dude. Like, it's um, a different league. And it was crazy. Like, I remember in the Olympics when Russia uh, would just not do well year after year, and they always had, like, such skilled guys, like, really skilled players that can score. Always the goal scorers on Russia. Yeah. But then the Olympics, they just fall apart because they don't have, like, the, they didn't play as a team. And then Canada, obviously very talented players, but they would win games one nothing, 
I'd be like, guys, like what? But they would just play mm-hmm. as a team, yeah. not play for like the individual, and they would win the Olympics. Just win gold. Yeah, the right? best, just... on best on best is going to be crazy next year. That's insane. That's going to be like unreal. McDavid yeah. versus, oh, it's going to be unreal. Everyone's been missing that for so long. Is, is it in Italy or something? Uh, and I'm hoping Reinhardt is. I don't know. Is, I don't know if they've, well, it's supposed to be, but about. they're complaining about there being no arena, but there is an arena there. So oh, I'm just saying, should I book a, a, like <laughs> my accommodation right now? So like <laughs> literally, yeah. because like if Reinhardt becomes a top scorer in the league, that's a big piece for Canada. Yeah, that actually is true. Yeah. Like if he's a sniper like this, like, and, and like he's a dog gets, too. If he's hot at the right time going into the Olympics. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, Cause we got some of our guy, like we missed out on the Marchand Crosby. Yeah, I know. Like 2010, but like they might still 20... crack the lineup, but it's like, should they, you know, they, like they're going to crack gonna, it. But and like, like Stamkos, like Stamkos got, got canned for, for one the last time. In 2016 was it or his rookie season he didn't get selected what 2010 his rookie season he gets selected because he was still like 18 or 19 even though he was tearing the league he was leading the league in goals mm-hmm. I, I was so it's like i wanted a stamkos jersey yeah right yeah, Stam- team canada stammer jersey the next year he was a shoo-in guaranteed gonna make the team he slid into the post broke his femur oh i remember that yeah out the next olympics four years later Oh, we're not putting pro guys in. The next Olympics, four years later, pandemic, and oh, we're not going to send pros they again. We're going to send pros anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Was a CBA like the collective bargaining yeah. agreement? They weren't supposed to go in the COVID anyway. Yeah. Um. Back to uh, I wanted to touch on Vancouver, quick, because um, Elias Pettersson's uh needs a contract extension, and I wanted to see if you guys could put in a a guess. What do you wager he's going to make? For Patterson? Yeah. What do you think he's going to sign for? 12. You know, that's kind of right around where I had him. I actually think he, he's going to ask for just slightly more than McKinnon. 12.5? Mm. Yeah, because he's he's he wants to be – like, because McKinnon, when he he's signed like it, the percentage is going to be different, right, of the cap. So he's going to want, like, 12.25, 12.5. Oh, okay. 12.5, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say 12. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe take a little off for the team. Times eight, maybe. Like, I could see him starting with – a little bit below Matthew's number as what they're asking for. Yeah. And yeah. and when with Vancouver playing as good as they are and with him producing, being an animal out there, like yeah. scoring all the time. Can we look up his stats real quick? Uh, yeah, while you guys keep talking about he... He's right there. I see him. Scroll down. He's uh, ninth. Yeah. yeah you're top ten in the league. See, he's above McKinnon in goals. Um, he's, got 58, he's got 58 points in 40 games. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. Like, if Willie made 11-5, he's getting 12-5. He's got 58 points. He's got one more point than McDavid. And he's a center. And he's crucial to their success as a franchise. Go to his stats, like, a lot. Like, he's nasty, dude. I swear he's lights it up, like. Yeah. Uh, like, career stats. Um, yeah, like, let's just see what he's done. He, no, he, he's always been great. two points last year. He's yeah, very he's crafty. He's a very crafty play, Like Anyone player. that's cracked 100 points. Yeah. Is getting paid like yeah max. Everyone's getting the twelve. I feel like that's what the Leafs. I mean, this is completely off track again, but I feel like that's what the Leafs should latch onto if they are going to try and keep Marner. Yeah, like you haven't got over a hundred points yet, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Throw that in his face. Eh? Throw that in his face. Yeah, like you got ninety nine, but like you're not a hundred point guy. Yeah, you cracked one hundred and two, hundred, hundred, like hundred points is the standard for a max deal. Yeah. Um. Did you guys have any other news you wanted to catch up on, or can we move on to my hypothetical? Let's go. Let's go hypotheticals. All right. 
this one I thought of for a bit, and I think it'll be fun. Talking about Marner and the Leafs probably going to extend him. I hope they don't, to be honest. But Or if they do extend him, it should be like a sign and they have like a trade lined up. I want to, I want, I mean, it's kind of like a mixture of Minute Madness and Hypothetical, but it's, you don't have to like play the role. I just want you to put yourself in the shoes of, okay? You know, I'll get there. Yeah. I'll get there. So hypothetically, Chippy, you're the GM of the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay. Jeremy, you're Brad Tree Living. You're the GM of the Leafs. Mm -hmm. Jeremy, you call up Chippy. You say, we're looking at our options to sign and trade Marner. He, he, he wants somewhere around. 12 mil we're trying to get him down we're going to get as best a contract as we can would you guys consider a deal involving sebastian ajo mm. Ooh, i was gonna say svechnikov no i think uh, sebastian ajo is the and like the leafs might have to throw in some sweeteners there like like throwing a matthew nyes with it no no, no. no i mean that's, that's pretty straight up that's straight up that's a straight up that's swap straight up. And, and just throw in some like no chance, Nice. Nice is like unmovable. No, no. Nice yeah. untouchable. But, but you look at Sebastian Ajo and how – look at his contract, right? Sebastian oh, Ajo's contract. Longer. He's making uh, – it's, it? it's over. It's over. It's over. No, no. He signed an extension where – It's down there. It's over. It's 2019. Five the contract. No, th- this is his old contract. Um, he signed a five-year deal in 2019, so it, it's over in 2024. So he's going to be getting 13. Mm-hmm. He just signed an extension. Where the heck is it? There it is. Oh, you scroll. Yeah. You didn't scroll Nine, far enough. Nine point seven five. Eight eight year in two thousand twenty three. Oh, okay. So so he's got a value contract, and he's put up more points than Marner this year. Mm. We look at Marner's is stats. He a centerman. Marner's got forty six points. Sebastian Ajo's forty eight, and he's a centerman, and he's a defensive unit, and he's plus eight. He's twenty six. That's good. Yep. Go down. There's uh his, same his, age. Stats like career stats, athlete, career, 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 yeah. He's got uh, last year he got sixty-seven points. He's like a point a game type of guy. You look yeah, at the year before he got 70. eighty-one. Yeah, Pr- pretty close to point a game type of guy. But Carolina doesn't score as much as the Leafs. Like mm-hmm. they win games by one goal. Yeah, a lot, right? So there's that to consider. I, I feel he's also more of a goal guy than than Marner. Yeah, well, he goals. scores more goals. Yeah, Marner's, Marner's got it up this Marner's year, got eighteen goals, hundred eighty-six career. Sebastian Ajo has 15 goals, 233. Yeah. I remember watching him in the World Juniors, and he was a goal scorer. Yeah. He was crazy in the World like, Juniors. I could see – like, just picture this, okay? Okay. Sure. You're, the, you're the Leafs. One-two punch, Matthews, Ajo down the center. You move Tavares to the wing. Imagine Ajo, Nylander, Tavares and Tavares on a line. Or, or throw Yarncroak up there. Can we throw Tavares in this deal? <laughs> <laughs> Dump Tavares on them too. Yeah. No, seriously. they don't have enough cap space for that. It, not until Tavares' contract is up. Um, um, so th- so they wouldn't be able to do that for this. I year. mean, the Leafs would take it. Like a centerman, centerman versus a winger is complete. Like, that, that, I just think, and for the pure value of the contract, they'd have to throw in a sweetener just to be able to okay. do that trade. For the value, I'd say, that, yeah, there, there it'd be, it'd be Ahu Marner, and then there'd just be rounder. like some, some guys. You know, like a, a few prospects in there that you haven't really heard of, and, and maybe a pick or two. Like swapped, like okay, we'll give you we'll give you a second, and you give us. You're the GM of Carolina. What would you say to that though? Like, think about how important Aho is to you, and the fact that Marner wants to sign for twelve mil. I think they'd be more of like wanting to move like a Svechnikov, but like Leafs don't need a Svechnikov. No. Yeah. 
Um, I don't know. I'm not doing the deal. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're if you're the Canes, you wouldn't do it. No, we need a centerman. Like, well, who would it be our centerman then? Yeah, that's. And, and if I'm tree living, I'll say, you know what? We're just locking down Marner. We're putting all our money into five players, and we was not have defense or goalies. Same players <laughs> all decade. Same players all decade. No defense, no goaltending, and one of these, we're just gonna keep spinning the wheel every year. We can call it uh, team run it back. What, like, how much money are they? Is are the Leafs making off like Matthews, Marner, Nylander? Like just like, uh, marketing, like yeah, ticket sales. Like they must There's just pressure. be making right. so much money. Like, yeah, why sell one? Makers? Why sell one jersey when you can sell five? jerseys exactly right? right i mean that's what's going on that's exactly it they don't really care about the win they just like you boys just put up 100 points every year do they get to shave like some of the the money they make from sponsors and stuff too eh? like for sure take a little <laughs> hit. yeah well you represent the leafs you got to pay the leafs fee oh uh, there's a leafs fee for oh sure. you want to wear the leafs jersey in that ad no nah, you gotta you gotta get paid too yeah. mlse's gotta get paid for sure dude um i feel like yeah i don't know what a deal with marner for marner would be but we definitely need like a shutdown forward. Mm. Like uh, I'm thinking maybe someone from Vegas because Vegas likes to do yeah, deals. Right. Uh, like I could see them. Doing oh my gosh! Like, imagine Marta goes to Vegas. Marcia so. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like, see, that's the thing. Marcia so's probably. I think Marcia so's deal is up in a year. No. And I could see them moving them, but then you're just in the same boat where you you need another you need to sign a winger to two more money than what you yeah, want to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I thought that was a interesting idea. Like, if there were to be a trade to happen, I think the Leafs would want to go for a second line center because <laughs> oh, Leafs got, Tavares is going to be Leafs gone. Got Nylander playing the PK. What are we doing? They're, they're trying out new things. What is going he's on? He's actually been not bad. Oh, but they're he's trying not a defensive out. player at all, bro. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to turn him into something, eh? Maybe they're trying to turn him into one. They're like, we're, we're paying him 11 mil. Keeps like, you have to play defense now. Yeah. yeah. Every, every position <laughs> yeah. we're putting you in. Exactly. Yeah, they kept Nylander up on the top line. Like, you just got paid. That's what they were saying. Like, like Keith kept him up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. All right. I got one more fun thing to do before we move on to the draft, okay? Yeah. Okay, holy draft could get intense this, this time as yeah. well. Um, Way too early. Don't make me cry again, guys. <laughs> way too I early. I bad. I was being mean. You were? Oh, you're talking about last episode. Yeah, yeah I remember we that. Were, yeah. Everyone remembers. You remember that. one week ago? Jeremy, Crazy. J- Jeremy's still crying about that yesterday. Yep. Um, <laughs> way too early Stanley Cup final predictions. Got, Who's going to be in the Cup final? My mom talked to you guys, and she said, you you two need to apologize to him. You, got, you guys have to say sorry. I did sorry. apologize <laughs> on the podcast. You can actually go back and listen to it. <laughs> she, she called Chippy. Oh, this is Jeremy's here. mom. I apologize. Oh, my I God. Can we that. move on? This is Jeremy's mom. <laughs> can we move on? Jer, just what's come your, back over What's here. your Stanley Cup final predictions? Who's going to be in the in the Stanley Cup final this year? Way too early predictions. Let's look at the odds here. I don't think it is too early. I'm going to say Florida, Vancouver. Panthers and and Vancouver. Okay, so you got the Panthers current uh, fifth place team against the second place team. Mm-hmm. Um, you obviously you have to have an East and the West team. So you've done that. Good yep. job. Yeah, I, I picked from I was, both sides. I, I thought you were gonna do something dumb like Jets Canucks. I'm like, dude, that can't be. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I picked from the East and the West. Be, yeah, it could be a sleeper team this year. Uh, I, I have my picks, but I'm I'm waiting until you guys make yours. Oh well, that's. I mean, it, it it's hard not to pick Vegas. Hard not to pick Vegas, but you got the Jets and Canucks, which, like, I want Kings, a Canadian. The Kings look like they could come together. I know they are at a losing streak there, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's hard not to pick the Oilers, bro. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm going to go Oilers and um, 
Ooh, who's oh. gonna be in the East? Oilers leaves. Oilers leaves. Oilers leaves. Oh, oh my god. god. Oilers leaves, but like or Oilers Boston. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Bruins just I feel like they they got bounced first round. They're not liking that. Mm. But are they getting better? Like I say this every year though. I like mean, I feel like it doesn't matter. It's more of like. The playoffs, like it's like the Florida. It doesn't really matter if you're getting yeah. better. It's just like who's a playoff team and who's not. I think with with like Bruins know how to win. It just they know how to score on the power play. They know like if they like it's just Pasternak is like he might be the most underrated player. I, I feel Panthers had like breaker. a Panthers had a taste of the playoffs and like they they thrive. I don't. I just they don't, turned into a new team. I'm not sold on the Panthers. Nah. I just I'm not I'm not sold. I know they're a beast of a team, but they, they just turned into a new team in the playoffs. And I think now like they 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 had that feeling and they want more of it. I just feel like they yeah. got really lucky. They won a lot of overtime wins. Like what happens when they don't win those in overtime? They won't make it to overtime now. They'll they'll win them in regulation. I'm not sold on the Panthers. I know they're a great team. Yep. I thought they like you know it, it's time for them to underachieve. They, they overachieved <laughs> last year. I, you know I do feel they overachieved for sure. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they play playoff hockey. That's what they have going for. Well, that's a, that's I think maybe they play playoff hockey all year round, and for whatever reason, they they'll get like three penalties a game, and then the refs will just oh, stop. Okay, I, they stop calling it. <laughs> it's hard also for me not to pick the Avalanche on that. One. Oh yeah. yeah, that's a tough Colorado. One. How do you? It's not? Oilers or Avalanche, Bruins. I mean the Rangers now are that, like. That's how you, who you and I picked. We we both said uh, Colorado Leafs uh, Cup Finals last year. <laughs> I think they 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 got bounced. Like, is it just the year for the Leafs to overachieve? Like, is this the year? Please, this just the... just achieve. I just want them to achieve. I feel like this is like if we make the playoffs, we could do a Florida type run where we just squeeze in. Yeah, the Leafs need to achieve and not underachieve for once. I we, feel like it's like overachieving time for the Leafs. We we need Bertuzzi and Domi and Nyes to just turn into absolute animals. Yeah, gonna, it's possible for the Leafs to overachieve because everyone expects them to win the cup or they'll just be pissed, you know? Yeah, like it's, yeah, yeah. No, everyone no, expects them to be bounced out. There's the no round. overachieving for no, the Leafs. No one uh, believes in the Leafs. No one yeah. expects them to be in the playoffs. Um, if they win the cup, everyone's just like, finally. Can I make my p- p- prediction? Uh, sure. Why not? <laughs> yes. I was just waiting for you guys to finish your yes, thoughts. Yes, yes. Politely sitting here. Yep. Um, I think it's going to be uh, Golden Knights and Rangers. Ooh. I know. I saw Everyone the Rangers goal there. Uh, Golden Knights are going to be battling for, the Rangers for another cup. The Rangers. And the Rangers. Uh, I, so I wanted I to go Canes. But their goaltending has just been so shaky. Mm. And I could see the Rangers just outscoring their problems and Shesterkin just shutting them, shutting every team down in the playoffs. Yeah. They, he goes on a heater and he t- carries them to a final against the Golden Knights and then gets stomped by the Golden Knights. And right. Like, I could see it. I could visualize. I just, again, I'm not sold. I'm not really sold on anyone from the East. I think it's a pretty even battle for the East, but I, I think I do see the Rangers especially if they get a favorable first round matchup they could ride that till the finals. I think it's going to be hard to beat that Avalanche team. I think the Golden Knights just They wouldn't play them in th- like till the like the Rangers is in the East. No, I'm saying the Golden I just feel like the Oh, Golden you don't Knights. think that Golden Knights would get I past. I think it's going to be tough to beat Avalanche. Yeah, they have vengeance. They have vengeance. I saw McKinnon that ran in line. Oh my god. I just see I watched That's the Golden hockey. Knights game like last week. From the beginning, with like their whole fan, like their whole crazy intro. Oh, I, I went to a Vegas game. I love it. I just look I, at that and I see a team and an environment that is just unstoppable. Like they the go out, they go out big, every game big. expecting to win and knowing they're gonna win. Yeah, and, and that's just Vegas something that I envy because the Leafs have never uh, had that. You go to a Leafs game, they come out, it looks like they just got out of bed. They, <laughs> there's no energy. They're going. They're doing a couple like it, it, little slow crossovers to can on the puck. The you see Vegas come out. They're ready yeah, to go no, to war. The, no, it's the fan base. It really yeah. is in the playoffs and the arena. Like it's, it's the it's, environment. Yeah, it's like 
the Leafs create that environment. I, I've been yeah. saying, like I said this last year, put the Leafs the in Le- the Vegas the arena. The Leafs lose is yeah. because of the fans. Yeah, and and all like my my dad now and I have to like he's always so negative. Yeah. He's like, well, I've been watching this team for my whole life, and they ever it's the negativity we give the Leafs with like the fan base. It's like we have to now like my, so my dad would go shh like if he starts saying something negative we go shh. Yeah. <laughs> ourselves now right because how negative the least fan base is and you cannot say that doesn't have effect on the external world like yeah your energy and what you're giving the world like i see vegas is like they're a team that they, they, they go out there every time the, and the every every too. every fan that's there the is just expecting to have a good time and their team to be in the fight every night yeah and, and they, they are they are dominating like it's like crazy yeah like they're yeah. part of the crowd the crowd has effect on the game like yeah. no question about it so when we have a whole bunch of corporate guys that don't even watch hockey talking about what <laughs> deal they're going to close next and not no one's chanting. Yeah. Whereas when I went to the Vegas game, it was the most fun time I've ever had. You need those chants. Everyone was fired it's up. We best. were all chanting. It's we're standing great. up. All oh, they scored again yeah. and again. Yeah. Yeah, it felt like all that. This is a Stanley Cup winning team. We got to do a road trip during the playoffs and like catch a few playoff games for each of these yeah. like good the good cities, eh? Yes. Yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah. That would be fun. Little road trip. Little a little first round road trip. First round takes to Vancouver. You, you get game one of one series, game two of another series, game three of a different yeah. series. You just plan on flying place to place. Yeah, multi city <laughs> yeah, stop. Eh, just book the flight. We'll go Vegas. If we're lucky. Vancouver. There's a lot of clustered eastern teams too. Yeah, you could go east and west. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that'd be sick. LA. Yeah. But just do the multi city. Yeah, I go like Vancouver, like uh, Vegas, Vancouver. Next day, like each day, we're in a different city, watch a different game. That'd be pretty oh. wild. Like that, that would be elite. I'm gonna make that happen. Yeah. Environment. I, I'm gonna hit up Neil, or my, my my contact from the NHL. <laughs> Nailer. <laughs> Nailer. All right, are we ready for the draft before we wrap it up? Let's do We're it. We're gonna do most Canadian. It's real quick. Yeah. Oh, you have one? Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah I'll throw it out. It, it's an easy one. All right. All right. Give me, and, and we could go past or present here. You guys can dig into your nostalgia, or you can pick some something recent. Uh, give me the most Canadian brand. Brand like as a whole. Brand. Think. Mm, think. You're going Roots. Yeah. Roots, it, Roots, baby. Have to go Roots. Roots, yeah. So, so anyone not familiar, Canadian uh, clothing manufacturer, and they do, they they really. Like, you could say the other one that has Canada in it, but, like, people don't like that brand anymore. Hmm. And you know which one I'm referring to. So, so Roots, Roots, Roots like, has Roots. I mean, their logo is a beaver. If Roots is Canadian. It's very Canadian. Yeah, it's they're, Roots. They're, it's yes. Roots, they, they, they make uh, high quality. It's expensive. It ain't cheap. But their clothing and it, they one hundred percent present Canada. I don't. Th- I don't even think they they have stores in the states. No, it's Canadian. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm torn between two. Yep. I would almost call it an even tie for me. Okay. Um, but I don't want to pick two because I you you go. Okay. Because and then I'll like pick our restaurants included. You could do you could anything. You could do a, a Canadian re- brand. Retailer. Yeah. Can any oh, any Canadian, Canadian brand. Brand though. Or owned by Canada. I know that's the thing, right? Is so it's owned by Canada. It must be. No, no, it is. It is. Yeah, they, they trade public uh, public trade. You could own part of Roots if you want some shares. It can be a Canadian brand even if it's changed ownership. Okay. Yes, but then there's some arguments there, asterisks and all that. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Canadian Tire. Yeah. So that was my my tiebreaker and mine was tim hortons there you go yeah okay that's for me it's a tie but i look at tim hortons and the way it's founded with it's like a hockey player that founded it tim horton yeah and it starts out and everyone thinks okay what do you think about canada and they're like oh you got to get a double double you gotta roots it's but the the roots aren't canadian anymore i know it's say there because they they fall like have they fallen off i don't want to say it but i still love tim hortons it's good 
You know what? It's not the same. I, I did it love it. 2008. I loved it so much as a kid. Just like it felt so Canadian to me. It, they had the Timbits. The broccoli the, the soup. Donuts. Like, it's just different. It, and ain't, then, it ain't the same. And then they started changing the things. It was, you know. I don't like that they've added it's, it's regular food to the menu. No one in Canada actually likes it. Right. So we'll get there. I said we we're going to do this quickly, but now that we're talking Tim Hortons, for me, for me, when they kind of when I they I started falling out of love, you know, I, and and <laughs> don't get me wrong, you started daydreaming King, about Burger Starbucks. It, right? Oh, it wasn't that; it was before that. Don't get me wrong; I still love Tim Hortons. Still, still a fan, just a little less in love. Mm. But it was when they stopped making their donuts in the actual locations. They 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 shipped them out. They said we're going to freeze them. We're going to make them in some massive factory, freeze them, and we'll ship them to the restaurant, and they can just warm them up there. I'm like. Guys, yeah. you're a donut shop, yeah. and now they're not anymore. They're a restaurant. Two more restaurants. Like you, yeah. you make donuts. That's what I'm saying. Make, they... make, give me good donuts, please. Yeah, a six pack of donuts when I was 12. Oh. Way different than it's a six been, pack it's, of donuts it's honestly now. Honestly, been a demise. And they all started honestly, shrinking. That should be a case and, study at schools. Dude, how the demise of the cookies got smaller. <laughs> the most legendary brand ever in Canada. Yeah, they st- they tried to like, squeeze like, it's a great pennies because it is like the most legendary. Like, yeah, it's just what they've done to it has made it. It's a, tainted a little and bit. And then they tried to... So, and it's then, not irrecoverable. It's yeah, no. It's not, unless they... It, I mean, it's owned by an American company. And, and, and then here is, is the thing. Yeah, an American brand bottom that actually is owned by a Brazilian, even bigger company. They don't understand the roots and, it had here. And, the, roots, and, they know the roots it had here. <laughs> Good one. And everyone knew. Everyone knew. <laughs> right? And, and then they started doing ad campaigns that were just overly Canadian. Like... They well, pushed we're, it too hard. We're yeah. sorry, eh? Oh, we're doing the most Canadian. It's maple this and maple that. We're like, guys, Cosby, yeah, it's like they, guys. they used to go back to the roots. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I just got to do the draft now. But yeah. All right. So, so I'm taking. I'm taking. We got Canadian Tire. We got Tim Hortons. Oh, you haven't picked one? No, no I, I took Canadian Tire. Oh yeah, you picked. Because it's it's like. It's a Canadian store. It's not even it doesn't operate outside the United States. It literally says Canada. Like when, when you go to Canadian Tire, it's it's almost like magic. It is. It's because unique. you walk you it's walk and you teleport between different stores. Yes. Like yeah. you're walking one yeah, section, yeah. it's like, oh, look at this coffee store. And then you're walking, it's like, oh, I can get my dog food here. Yeah. And then oh, I need something for my car. Okay. Yeah, it's I like, feel like every I can get my windshield its, wipers. It's different. Like they're different. Like it's yeah, not like, like right. yours is very wearable and very. Uh, mine's like it's kind of like Hudson Bay. Co. It's, it's, it's like down Hudson's to the roots Bay. of people's identity. Like the the, the fur trading. It kind of seems like the fur trading. True. 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 Yep. Like the. the the clothing for for me, yeah, Canadian Tire. It's just everything. It's not Walmart. You know, it's not just a Canadian Walmart. It is its own mm. beast. Canadian Tire. It's, it's Canadian Tire. Like we all have memories of sh- of browsing the aisles there. 100%. Yeah. Um. And and if I would throw a throwback, I'd say Zellers. Mm. Zellers. See, I don't I think of that as Canadian. I, I almost think of that uh, as like an American store that just happened to be in Canada for a while. No, dude, it was here first. Zellers. I, no, I know. I'm just saying like, when so, I think of it, of it in oh. my mind, I'm like. That sounds Target, American. Zellers, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, interesting. Yeah. But like, oh, Sears. Like, I would go like Sears. There, okay. Would be like super is, Canadian. Is President's Choice a Canadian brand? Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, that's very Canadian. Yeah, it's, very... it's like an in-house. Like, anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we're we're getting sidetracked here. We're gonna do a draft. We are drafting the worst ways to lose a hockey game. Oh, let me host because my feelings are still hurt from last time. Yeah. Okay, that's probably a good call. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good call. It needs to recover. I don't, like I I just don't want to cry. Let's go. I don't All feel right. like crying again, guys. Oh, I won one. I let you in. So oh. <laughs> act like you won that. I literally read your mind. I we got like, okay, oh, okay yeah, yeah. Nice guy. Hayden drafting, and you know what? He's coming strong. I, th- I, feel... I haven't thought about any of this. No. Hayden's definitely thought about it. I don't even know what I'm going to say. I, I just thought of it before the pod. I have not oh, thought is it of it at worst all. Worst ways to lose? Worst ways to lose a hockey game. Okay. Wow. Okay. You go first. 
All right, this one is the meltdown. You have a three-goal lead or, like, a minimum two-goal lead, and you lose the game with, like, You just lose you blow the lead. You, you, blow you can't the, say no. That's a different that's You a blow different, the lead. Different. There's only certain ways okay. to lose a game. Okay, you blow the lead, blow the meltdown. Okay. And it's called the Leafs. A, a three, ah! <laughs> a, okay, three-goal lead, meltdown. Gotcha. At least, yeah. Like It's got to be, I guess, a multi-goal. Like, yeah. uh, anything above two goals is a meltdown. And, and this is, like, in the last yeah. three minutes. It's no, got to be the last no, period. No, no, no. Like, because no, it's not no, a meltdown no. if it's not the no, last blow period. A lead, that you're getting a 3-0 lead because there's complete. There's only a certain amount of ways to lose a game. We had to pick five of them. Ah. So, 3-0 lead is your – you blow a 3 Like, you blow – Just give me third period. You blow I'm, a, I'm feeling one no, no, very no, no, strongly. No. I'm feeling one very strongly. I hope when you guys pick it, I'll let you know okay. what happens. But And this – yeah, you got to dig deep. Uh, you know, you guys can think okay. while yeah. I'm – If just, Tippy's not going to give it to me, it's fine. But no, no. You blow a 3-0 lead. You blow a 3-plus little lead. Like, that's just – doesn't matter But where. if it's in the first period, it's a lot well, different than It was just as bad for the Leafs. I, I kind of I feel meltdown is like a, a meltdown like that yeah. unanimous like, like yeah. meltdown three plus goal lead meltdown it, it doesn't have anything to do with time of the game though oh, <laughs> like okay. if you blow a five oh it could be up five goals in the first I know what I know why you're doing this and I'm still gonna give you yours you can't you, so you're fine mine's my mind I already know mine my mind's yeah. mine's <laughs> okay. you you lose in the last minute of the game yeah okay you you it's a tie game and you lose in the last minute of the game okay so you score a goal and you, yeah and you don't get a point that hurts right where it's like you're working yeah. 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 So mine, mine. Then I'm giving myself meltdown in the third period. Okay, like that. That's actually a thing. Like that's that's one. That's oh. not more. Well, right. is, that, say, is that your first pick? Say yeah. Okay. Five goal yeah. lead and just like it's just like I don't know. I feel like it's tough to say meltdown in the third. Well, I mean, I, I think the definition of a meltdown it's always near the end of the game. Yeah. It's like oh, everyone thinks you got it, and then oh, it's a meltdown. So yeah, I don't think we really have to define it. Like a meltdown's a meltdown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, meltdown. That's fair. Right. That's meltdown. fair. I just how many more ways is there to lose? <laughs> oh, tr- trust me, I know a lot. <laughs> Jeremy's like, I've been through it. <laughs> okay. okay. Hey, and you're going. Uh, my second pick. Uh, I really didn't think of this past the first one. Yeah, <laughs> oh I'm my sick. goodness! I'm sick. Um, okay. My goodness. Okay, I have one. I have one. With your last pick. I have one. You're you're on the ice in the last minute of the game, and you turn the puck over for a breakaway, and they score. That that was mine. Okay, no, <laughs> yeah. no, it's, no, no. That's uh, that in the last minute. I mine was losing the last minute of the game. So like. Well, well, essentially, I could okay, added, okay, no. I could have added, oh, no. you turn it over, and you're the goat. Like, hey, no. hey, we're we're talking about how do you lose a game. Okay. You didn't lose I the didn't game. Know take stuff, take I away. I would have added. No. I would have added. Oh, it's, it's okay. Jim. You know what I'm saying? No. So I'm, I'm, take on. take I'm away. I'm the moderator here. I'm the moderator. Please. Um, take away the last minute yeah. and swap it with the game-winning goal. You yeah, you, you, you give go. up I'll a breakaway for the game-winning yeah, goal. That's exactly but but yeah. we're talking about losing the game. You lose the game in the last few minutes. That's that's what happens. It's not over until it's yeah. I drafted that. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. If you're saying turnover. The turnover resulted in you losing the game. And, <laughs> and that's when yeah. I felt like you've got the puck. Like you just have to clear it out of the zone or something like that. And, but and you're giving up the game winning goal. Yeah. Like you turned over the game winning goal. It comes you, off you your stick. You could do that in the second period, though. It yeah. could be a 1 1 game and, you, and you're the GOAT and you let it. Okay. But okay. you don't think of it as losing the game unless it's like. Because there's a lot more no, that if happens. You give up the game after. winner. You know it's the game anyway, winner. Anyway, we're fighting yeah. over semantics yeah. here. Yeah. Here we go. Let's just make uh, our picks. Chippy's second pick. Mine. You got to argue less so you can think more. I already have mine. Mine's losing on uh, Sunday of a tournament. Okay. Doesn't matter if it's the semis or the quarters. Just losing on. The oh, sun- after pu- playing a whole tournament, yeah, you, you, you're yeah, losing you and you're lose, eliminated. You you lose on the Sunday, of right? Yeah, that's brutal. The finals or the semis. You, it's never fun to have played multiple games, like, get a chance, and then you're eliminated. Like exactly, you make the Sunday, but then you don't. 
Yeah. Right. You, you had to stay. You weren't allowed to party last night. Oh, <laughs> many sticks. Yeah. You lose on the Sunday, which makes that's it, rough. Yeah, it's yep. tough stuff. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um, my third pick. This one might be a little bit off the board, but uh, I've had it happen, also in a tournament, ironically, and it's giving up a penalty shot in the last period of the game. And Ooh. that ends up being the deciding thing. Cause it's like, you never want to give up a penalty shot. That's never fun. But to see the other, you have to sit there, watch the guy go down on his penalty shot and just embarrass yeah. your goalie. Yeah, and you uh, can't do anything about it. Yeah. And like, especially if you're the one that tripped them, but, yes. or like whatever made the penalty shot happen, you know, that's just no fun. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Okay. My next pick is losing against the last place team in the league oh. where you came in, you were overconfident and you always just, you play the last place team and you guys are way too confident and yeah. then you just don't get it done. And then yeah, your tough. coach after the game is like, it's like silence mm. because you just lost the last place team in the league. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you. All right. My fourth pick. This one never feels good. And it's happened to me quite often. You get goalied, you get shut out. And okay. you lose. Oh, yeah, okay. No That's the tough. goal. Even like it. You could have 50 shots, but the goalie shuts you down. Yeah, and you and, don't score. And you don't score. To it's nothing to celebrate. Yeah. And you lose. No silver lining. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, mine would just be you lose in overtime. An overtime. Oh, loss. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like Overtime is devastating. Yeah. It's, it's devastating. Oh, I can't believe that fell. That's a good one. Overtime loss has to be. That may be, I had that, that I had may that be top three. I had that on a Sunday. I just overlooked that. We dominated the entire four minutes. And then my one buddy f- flipped it out, and they went in on a breakaway and scored. And oh. that was devastating. Overtime losses. Damn. Um, okay, this one, to round out my roster, this one never feels good. It's only ever happened to me once, I think, in my entire life. But I've seen it happen to guys. Your team loses after you got kicked out because you did something. Oh, oh yeah. So you have, to watch from, you have to watch yeah, from the stands. And <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're, you're already in trouble and like your team that. lost. Like and that. it's partially because of you because you got like a 10-minute major or yeah. something. I, I had one written down close to that, but yeah, <laughs> I kicked out. That's even worse. Yeah. Yeah, that is brutal. Um, <laughs> All right, the last pick of the draft. What do you got, Chippy? Last pick of the draft. I'm going to have to go with worst ways to lose. It's got to be um, – Man, there's picked a lot of there's a lot of. Sh- I've got an honorable mention if you don't. Okay. I've got I've got a few. Okay. I've got my whole team. Just, I think. Just give me a second. Just give me a second. Um, worst ways to lose. Um, he's diving deep into the archives here. Feel it. He's feel feeling it. the pain. Think of Pee Wee Hockey. Yeah, no, I'm thinking. I think the word. Think of something that hurt. A playoff loss. Playoff, playoff series loss. loss. Mm. A playoff series loss where you're oh. for the season. Oh, the yeah, end of the season. That's gotta, that's, the end you, of the you've season. Lost, you've lost the five-game series and in game See, I, five. Game five loss. That's specific, but I, I'd give it to you. Because to me, that's kind of similar to the other pick. It's like an elimination game. You know, like but losing play, an elimination no, a, a game. OT, OT. No, a tournament and a yeah. season, it's different. No, no, he had one from the tournament. But I guess, yeah, playoffs playoff for the entire season. season like you're done for the year. Yeah, that's heartbreak. Like you, heartbreak. Yeah. My, my uh, honorable mention before yep. I let you do yours, Jer, was yep. um, when the other team – scores a nasty goal and comes past your, oh. your line to Selly. Ah. And it's like with the last minute of the game and oh, you just know and, that it's going to yeah. be a battle to try to score to come back, but you can't do that's, it. That's hilarious. <laughs> I went the other way. 
So for honorable mentions, when the worst player on the other team scores, oh yeah, it's like it's like a, a minute left, and then they, they the guy like can't oh even... they all celebrate on the oh, other team, like all goes to the guy because he never scores. Like, yeah, the worst player on the team scores. He muffins it from the blue line and like it waters it. It's it was like how did that it's guy? His first goal in three years. Yeah, it's like how did <laughs> that guy get it, dude? Like yeah. we, we stopped everyone else, all their best players, and, and that guy. Interdivisional rivals, so you know that guy never scores. <laughs> like you just know the player so well. Like you know the players on the other team, and you're like. Uh, and that would go hand in hand with my other honorable mention. Like it's just a bad goal. Like they just score. Like like you're doing everything right, and then they just did they... that. Did that happen in the OMHA finals? Yeah, we we outshot the team a fifty to to eight. Oh. They scored from center ice. The game winner was from center. Oh. center ice. We we hemmed and not even that bad. Oh. We hemmed them in so bad for like I think it was like two minutes of like uh, like control. Yeah. different lines cycled it. We hit the post. Like we, this was our year. We had we went to the finals last year, the year before. Yeah. And this was our second back-to-back gold medal games. Yeah. We had lost the other one when we should have won it. And this was the year our we were way better in this team. We hemmed them in. The guy was going off. He was so exhausted. He barely got to the to the red line. Yeah. And just like, like set like a floater. Like he literally oh, he he shot it and then just turned to the bench and yeah. went off because we just hemmed like we dominated the game. And they it, were gassed, and it yeah. went in. It went in from center ice in the uh, gold medal game. We uh, lost two see, one. That's, uh, where, that's your mistake. You uh, gold medal game winner, bro. That's your mistake. You let your goalie get too cold. You didn't let him get warm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, literally, like literally, there were no shots, and the only shot he gets from the blue or from the red didn't line. Enter our zone, like we were, yeah. like this was our our year. Like I, we were number like two. Oh my gosh, it's only only team ahead of us were the Marlies. Like we were. That's that's we were at Silver Stick uh, Sunday. We lost to Chicago Mission. Mm. Like we were dirty. That's a miss pick. Is when your goalie lets in a weak one. Just a bad goal. How about a game winner in the last game of the season from from after and and we outshot them fifty to like seven. You know what? I can two flute goals. I can sense the dressing room. Oh, dude, you don't even you can't even sense it. Like you can't. It was like. We couldn't believe, and our captain, yeah, our just captain, disbelief. Our captain and, went, and the the coach captain like, goes in on a breakaway with five minutes. Like we, like, and this barn was packed. Like we were the best team in, in the country. Yeah, and, and the whole barn was watching this finals. And like I hit the post three times. Oh. We had a backdoor tapping. Yeah, like their goalie won the MVP. Like that's you. Yeah, like, they, like they're getting goalie. That was yeah. Yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. And our, our 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 captain goes in on a breakaway. Best best player in the league. Best player in the country. And goes in and, and puts it over the net. Yeah. It's the crossbar goes over oh, the net. Brutal. Bro, I, I like devastated still. Like I was talking to my dad the other day. Yeah. That was the most devastating loss. OMHA finals. All right, Jared. Let's oh, recap the picks and then wrap her up. Oh, I, I threw a, th- a few more to throw in there. Um, if you're in the box, it's the last oh, two minutes. Scored on in the box. You're in the box and then like, like and yesterday. Uh, yeah. See, I had that one, but I was like getting a. Like ejected from the game is worse because you know yeah that's, that's why I said mine was close. It's I like, see yeah yeah. You, you take a penalty, you're in the box, and you watch their team score, and you're like frag, and like you can't help if you. Uh, oh, to stack that up, you're serving the penalty for the guy that got kicked out. Yeah, <laughs> oh that's box. even worse. Yeah, yeah. brutal. Yeah, brutal. That's brutal. And, and my last one is if it was a called back goal, like it's tied, you score, but then it, and you think you just won it, and then it gets oh, called back. Called backs, brutal. And then they, and then they win it in like OT or something, right? It's like yeah, yeah, like you could have had it called back goal. What the, or even two. Called back goals. Oh, we, you guys, we could have won if they. You'd think that would never happen in men's league, but it's happened to us oh, all the time. We had three <laughs> goals called back one game. Yeah. All right, so running down the list, worst ways to lose a game. We got Hayden with the meltdown, uh, a turnover, literally like pucks on your stick, and uh, it's in the back of your net. Whoops, yeah, sorry guys. We got the penalty shot when you just have to. You can't do anything about it. You're just watching the guy come in and score on your goalie. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. Brutal. Uh, you lose because of a shutout. You just get goalie. Yeah, shutout. You did everything you can. Your team just couldn't get one past them. 
And uh, number five, you got kicked out, and then the other team wins. And you just got to sit there and watch. Yeah. You're like, ouch. It's a bunch of bad ways to lose. Not fun. Bad ways to lose. All been there, though. It's part of the game. Talking yeah. about bad ways There's to no lose. no highs if there aren't lows. lows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You learn from these moments. All right. Uh, we got Chippy first. Losing in the last minute. So it's like a tie game. Just that devastating feeling where it's like, yeah, you're doing everything. The other team scores. It's basically that, that next yeah, goal wins scenario. It's the brutal moment because it's like, like, yeah, like last minute and you have like no time to like, yeah. it's not like it's five minutes. No, no. You just have no time to like reconvene. You're, you're, you're emotionally distraught. So you can't even like get yep. your headspace. Number two, tournament. You've made it to the, the Sunday. You know, you got to stay the night. Like, oh, we still got a chance. We're in this, guys. And then you lose on Sunday. And it's like, ah, now, now we're out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're driving home from Kitchener. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number three, when you lose to the last place team. Oh, that's tough. Got mm. the confidence is high. Boys, we're all getting points tonight. Yeah. Hey? Like, it's a points night. Oshawa. Cruise let's, control. Let's pad the stats. Oh, Oshawa. Let's and then... pad the stats. Easy win. And then, bleh, nope. Damn. Silence in the room. Like, yeah. coach doesn't have a thing to say. Yeah. Uh, number four, losing in OT. And then number five. The end of the season. The the loss that causes the end of your season. Ooh. Yeah, that should have been number one, to be honest. That's tough, yeah. Playoff yeah. loss, elimination. Yeah, like end of the yeah. year because it's like you're hard crying. Like, Especially if the series is all tied and it's like yeah. the game to win or lose. It's not as like as you kind of have in the back of your mind if you're down 3-0 in the series. Yeah, like it's like, it's like game five. Like yeah. It's like do or die. You know what? Everyone yeah. in, the, in your entire city is watching because you're – <laughs> they like they know it's like been a battle of a series. The double A kids are coming up to like that mm. was the triple A games were always the entire age group would yeah. be because because yeah. the double everyone's watching want to make the team right. So the triple A games got so crazy like like Allendale blue would, or like Allendale red would be packed would be packed yeah and the barn would be like yeah it's it's Barry versus Peterborough yeah and the, the best teams in the in the in, in the OMHA. Oh. Like even, w- even that, those were barn burners. Ju- dude. Just like those lo- were barn burners. Losing a when the a home at home when and everyone's all the there. Team, all the double A, all the A kids want you to lose because they all want your spot <laughs> on the team. Like the amount, how nasty that was, That's bro. Wild. All the double A dads want you to lose. Like it's yep. all like, they're all not there to support you. All right. So, mm-hmm. so in the nature of the draft of the worst ways to lose, uh, I'm not selecting a winner. You guys are both losers. Loser draft. Definitely loser draft. Um, just getting great draft, great pod. Let's wrap it up. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll, we'll see you next week. See you yeah, next that was week. a good episode, I think. Good episode. Yeah, that was great. Gotta I change the world. Hopefully you guys did too. With my hockey stick. We love spending Gotta time with you real difference. Keep tuning in and feed the, 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 the